It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. Friday to you and welcome to Farragut High School where your Red Rebels are about to take on the Farragut Admirals. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Mr. Carson Crouch. A little alumni action here for Rebel Radio here on week three, but uh, but guys, excited to be here on the road. Farragut's always a great host as far as for the radio crew and excited to uh, to call another road game and excited to see what the Rebels come out of that pal matchup with. Chris, what's going on? Oh, man, I'm incredible. Glad to be here with you today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, excited. I thought I'd stop by and join a game because I missed it so much, so I'm happy to be here as well, yeah. Carson is a uh, freshman at Tennessee Tech, and uh, he is his rock in the Golden Eagle gear, but he does have red and black on tonight, so uh, he's all rebel tonight. But guys, we're excited uh, to be here at Farragut High School, but let's take a, a, a quick minute we got to sit down with the head football coach of the Rebels here earlier in the day, and we talked about tonight's matchup and also was able to talk a little bit about the PAL matchup, what that, that gave his team as far as adversity, how he learned through that, and uh, let's sit down and talk to the coach. Here's the interview with the head football coach. And we had an opportunity to sit down with the head football coach here at Maryville High School, Coach Derek Hunt. Derek, uh, thanks for your time, and uh, always a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much. I'm excited. Coach, uh, again, first thing, congratulations on a, on a great win last week against Powell, uh, a high-powered offensive team uh, that came into Maryville High School and, and really early in that game uh, had a pretty good game plan. Yeah, they did. Powell's a really good football team. They are going to make a deep playoff run in 5A. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, But I think our kids were fired up, and what a great atmosphere it was for high school football in Tennessee. And a lot of people in the stands was great to see. And our kids were excited to play in that type of game. And I thought it was a good test for us. And I think we answered the bell well, especially in the second half coming out and, um, you know, extending our lead. I thought it was a good thing to to see adversity a little bit, you, you know, to uh, to be able to see a team to, to have offensive success and then really just how that – that uh, that adjustments were made, and then and then going into the second half, you know, uh, we talked about it. Four quarter games, you know, Maryville hadn't hadn't really experienced that uh, early on, but yet uh, last week, very much uh, a team that that was ready to try to score for four quarters of football. And I, I thought just the adjustments, the ebb and flow of the football game, uh, really, I thought um, that is an experience that you can't replicate in practice. I thought it was a great game for the Rebels. Yeah, we needed to see that. We we want to be tested. I think this is one of the tougher schedules we've had in a long time. You know, with especially when we go non-region games. Look at our non-region opponents. So we we've played a lot of big games this year and early and often. And so, you know, we've got two of the best five A teams in the state on our schedule, and and Powell early in the year, and Knox West late in the year. I think all of those games will hopefully prepare us for a playoff run and. And here's the deal: like the only way you get better playing football is by playing football. And, and I, we want our kids to play in big games like that often, 
so that we are accustomed to it come playoff time. And I think it was a great test for us, and I was excited by the way our kids responded. Yeah, that they uh, they very much responded. It was funny, you know. A lot of people talked to me on Friday, and they said, "Did it? Did you know they you know expected a score to be a little closer or what have you?" And I said, "Listen, Pal's still of they're still one of the best teams in five A. That that didn't change from how I felt Thursday morning to Friday morning. But the difference is is Maryville made adjustments. Uh, there was a lot of kids that stepped up and and really locked down some of those those edges. Really contained pots, which I feel like is going to be a that's going to be a task for anybody that goes up against Powell, uh, but it, it was it was more so the uh, the discipline and the advantages that Maryville created for themselves more so than Powell just not being there. Powell was very much there. Yeah, Powell's a great football team. They have some really uh, elite talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And of course, they boast the number one player in the country on the defensive side of the ball. They are a great football team, and they are going to be heck to deal with in five A. I don't think there's any doubt they'll make a deep playoff run, and then not, if not, you know, maybe be the contenders to, to probably the top contender to win the title in five A would be my guess. You know, they'll have to go through Knox West and East Tennessee, and I don't know what the other side will present for them. But they're a great football team. They've got the talent to to win every game on their schedule, and um, and I don't think there's any question that. Um, you know, they're good enough to do that. Well, you talk about that defensive player that Powell brought to Maryville. You know, uh, talk about Walter Nolan, uh, the the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Players, we we had to add the S on there. Was that offensive line? I thought they really they really controlled that line of scrimmage. Walter made some plays, but ultimately uh, a team effort. But uh, that that front of, of of the Rebels really really held him in check for for the majority of the football game. Well, there's no question. He he made some plays, and that's what he's going to do. He's he's a one-man wrecking crew, and he is so talented. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He's got great hands. He gets off blocks so well. And the most impressive thing that I think he does is run down plays from behind with the size that he has. And so he's he's legit. Whoever gets him will will get him in the you know peak physical condition. And he will be, you know, in my opinion, he'll, we'll probably see him playing on Sundays. Um, I do think our offensive line did a great job uh, as a unit. It wasn't going to take – it was it was going to take more than one guy to block um, Walter Nolan. And, and even then sometimes he'll still make the play. But, but I thought, you know, we just continued at it, did not give up, persevered. In the second half we were able to get more movement and had some big gains uh, in the, on the ground. And of course, anytime you rush for over 300 yards, I don't know what our exact number was, but I know it was a bunch. And I mean, that's that's going to give you such a great chance to win the game, um, whether it's close or not. So I was really excited about that, and certainly proud of our offensive linemen and our offensive line coaches, Brandon Waters and Jason Hicks, did a great job. Yeah, I uh, you know it's funny. They, I always send down the the player of the game with those two coaches actually and, and you know yep, yep, uh yep. and they, when i said offensive line they went yeah yeah that's what yeah <laughs> and so i was really excited but yeah rushed for 352 yards had two uh two running backs in triple digits had uh, noah vaughn with 205 on his 21 carries four touchdowns and gage wow. ledoux crossed the century nine carries 101 yards and a touchdown so yeah that's why uh, you know, sometimes they don't get the credit that they deserve, but uh, last Thursday night I made sure that that happened. That's awesome, and they, like you said, very well deserved. 
Very well deserved. But you know what? Uh, they've they've done that the first two weeks. But this week, let's move to this week's opponent, the Farragut Admirals. Uh, they, they've had a little rough start to 2021, 0-2 start. Uh, they've they've played two really good opponents, though. Uh, but they open region play for, for both teams here uh, at their place at Farragut. Uh, a couple years ago in that 2019 state championship run, this was a battle. This was a game that uh, I think really between some sickness and some effort on Farragut's part really pushed the game to the second half. Last year, not so much. But this is a matchup that uh, is always looked at on the schedule as one to watch. Yeah, this is a scary game this year, in my opinion. Because, number one, they've been tested. They've played two really good football teams. You mentioned that. They got beat by Beach the first week of the season. And Beach is a big physical group from Middle Tennessee. And they have some really good football players on that team. And it was a physical game that I think Beach won 19-7. and But it was you know a one-score game the entire football game. And then last week, West beat Farragut, I think, 40 40- 41 or 42 to 38. And so it was a back and forth game that Farragut very easily could have won. And beating Knox West, I think we all know how good they are and have been the last few years. So, I mean, Farragut's an impressive football team there. They lost a lot from last year's team as far as seniors, especially on defensive side of the ball, but they returned their quarterback, who is a really, really nice player. And he is really good with his feet. He's very similar to Pop. He can keep plays alive. He's got a great arm. Throws a deep ball really well. So, I mean, and anytime you go over to Farragut, you mentioned it, anytime you go over to I think Farragut has over everything they play is special teams. They are going to make you go 80 yards no matter what. They don't give you short fields. They're going to kick it in the end zone. The ball starts on the 20, or they've got one of the best punters in the state. It felt like every year we play them. And he booms it. And so they are going to make you go to the field. They don't give you any easies. And they're really well coached. So, I mean, this is a tough matchup, especially on the road. It's our first region game. And so, you know, it's concerning for sure because we cannot go over there and afford to not play well, especially early and get behind. Um, you know, and if we don't do the things we're, we're supposed to do or if we turn the ball over, we're going to be in a dogfight. Yeah, last year the, the the big advantage that the Rebels had in a, in a twenty seven to three victory over the Admirals was you kept Dawson Moore in check. You know he didn't he he was a, a factor in the rushing category, but he he only rushed for five yards, only threw the ball seventeen times, so really kept him in check. But yeah, he's a year older now. Like you said, battle tested. Uh, that's a kid that's that's going to be fun to watch at, for for the next few years. But uh, you, you know do. You, I guess last week, a Thursday night matchup was kind of a, you had to juggle last week to get ready for Thursday, but it gave you an extra day to get region play going to get ready for the Admirals. Do you think that helped your football team? You know, it helped us in a matter of you're, you can recover. You have another day of recovery from a very physical uh, pal game. You know, So that, that, that helps in that sense. As far as a planning and preparation standpoint, I don't think it makes a difference whether you have an, an extra day or not. Um, but certainly from a recovery standpoint, I think it's good for our kids to, you know, to have an extra day's rest before they have to get into another prep week for a big game. Well, and, and region play is, is something that does, uh, has necessarily been a uh, – it's been a standard at Maryville to get it done, get it done in the regular season, and take care of business. But, Coach, I know you, you've got a lot of things going this week. I appreciate you taking time to talk to us. But uh, good luck with the Admirals there on uh, Friday night, and, uh, and best of luck uh, with the football game. 
Thank you so much. Again, thanks. This uh, interview has been brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm. Again, local in Maryville and and a big sponsor of your Maryville Red Rebels. But uh, we'll take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more pregame action here from Farragut High School. We'll be back in just a minute. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the Chris Hips. And on behalf of Blunt Broadcasting, welcome to Rebel Radio Football on your home for all things Rebel Sports, WGAP. Chris, tonight uh, we have the opportunity to open region play on the road at Farragut High School. Maryville has traveled to West Knoxville and has their sights set on those Farragut Admirals. The Rebels pull into week three at a verified 2-0 record, and the Admirals still looking to crack the win column sit at 0-2 as we look to talk the lead-up to tonight's matchup with the Red Rebels and the Farragut Admirals. Hips, how about those Rebels? Yeah, they've been looking incredible the last two weeks. And what can we say about the crowd? They followed us up here in the droves, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, guys. Uh, over there on the opposing side, the, the bleachers are smaller, but they're fuller. I, I'm not sure that the home stands have uh, have the number that sits here on the Rebel side. So I'm excited for what the faithful have brought over here. And the student section showing out Carson. Yeah, uh, got Carson again in the saddle here in pregame. Uh, but guys, it's uh, <laughs> the Rebels come to West Knoxville uh, looking for victory, and uh, the fans want to come see it. Yeah, it's good to see a, uh, a full stadium. Uh, I know last year we had a lot of precautions and stuff with COVID, but as of right now, it's a 100% capacity, and uh, Maryville fans show out everywhere we go. Uh, and I'm excited. I love seeing the student section packed and uh, together, not as kind of how we, we had last year. Yeah, as, as the Rebels make their way to Farragut, let's talk a little bit about how they got here, how they got to that 2-0 record, victories over Heritage and Powell last Thursday night, uh, about eight days since they have saw the field. Uh, since their last matchup. But last week, Chris, uh, we saw a dandy there in the first half. Maryville Powell really going blow for blow with each other. And then as the first half comes to a close, Maryville does Maryville things with a limited clock, get on the board, open the second half with the scores, stop the, the, the Panthers, score again, and then it's just same old Maryville. Let's take it let's take it to the house. Next thing you know, a 20-point win is in the books. But uh, like I said with Coach Hunt, don't take anything away from Powell. They're still one of the better teams in 5A in the state, and uh, and they're going to have a great season. But it's just it's the, the determination, the consistency, and the fundamentals that the Red Rebels carry each and every week that made the difference. Yeah, that was an incredible matchup with Powell. I mean, you, like you said, that was two powerhouses going head-to-head. That first half was incredible, back and forth. But I think the biggest difference was, like you said, the tenacity of Maribel, uh, their willpower to win, and like you said, that quick score right there at halftime, knowing they're going to get the ball flipped. I mean, that was a twofer right there for Maribel. Carson, bring you in here. That offensive line held that held up their own against the number one player in the country. Rushed for 352 yards on 38 attempts. Noah Vaughn cracks the 200 mark, mm-hmm. 205 on 21 carries. 
Gage Ledoux hits 101 on nine carries. So if, if you talk about success rate, uh, that's a, that's hitting at a high click. But also, you look in the throw game. Had five different receivers in double figures yardage-wise, and just got to be excited about Jackson Phillips, Markel Fortenberry, and D.J. Burks, what they're able to bring tonight. I think the offense is a powerhouse this year. I think the offensive line, I think you said it perfectly, I think they pushed – uh, I mean, you can't get much better as an offensive line if you're going against the number one defensive lineman in the nation, and they held their own against him. Uh, and as a Noah Vaughn, uh, what a great rushing game he had. When you break 200 yards as a junior in high school versus that defensive line like you talked about, I think that's very important to some success that they had in that game, along with the wide receivers and Carson Jones' play versus a good pal team. I think that was a perfect game for them, and I think it's a good step forward uh, into this Farragut game. Uh, against the Admirals, which are 0-2. I think it's a great opportunity to show some adversity, some young players, to some young players, to get them ready to play more than just two quarters of football. You know, this is a Maryville team that, by design, plays at a level that sometimes they don't see a lot of football in the second half. So for last week, them to have to go deep into that, uh, I think that's a big moment. But we're about to have the national anthem. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Everton Orthodontics pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, WGAP. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, if you want the best mortgage rate and terms available, go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome 
Welcome back to Farragut High School, Bill Claybo Field, where your Red Rebels are gearing up to take on the Farragut Admirals. Chris Hips, Carson Crouch, I'm Wayne Kaiser. Uh, guys, last year the matchup was a 27-3 Maryville victory. A lot of the usual suspects still in this matchup. Parker McGill has graduated, but Noah Vaughn, Carson Jones, uh, DJ Burks still on the uh, on the docket to come out here tonight. So excited about what that looks like. Uh, overall record, 16 victories for the Red Rebels, two victories for the Farragut Admirals. Last time the Admirals got a, got the best of the Rebels, 1991, a 38-21 uh, Admiral victory. So been a minute since the Admirals have bested the, the Rebels, and we don't want to start that here tonight. No, we don't. <laughs> Chris, uh, you look at the, the list of things. Last, last year, heavy dose of Parker McGill, 12 carries, 161 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, against the Admirals last year, number two on that list was number two in the uh, in the roster. That was Noah Vaughn. He had 10 carries for 24 yards, but really uh, not a ton of of, of reps there uh, against this Admiral team. It's going to be the workhorse tonight. Uh, I think that number will grow exponentially. Yeah, I mean Noah's been running like a madman possessed, and especially downhill. And also, the, I, I like the fact Ledoux in there with change of pace, downhill runner as well. You know, I can see this uh, running game having a big night again. Yeah, I think you look at season totals. Noah Vaughn's got 27 carries, 321 yards, five touchdowns on the year. But Gage Ledoux, 14 touches, 139, two touchdowns, averaging nearly 10 yards a rip. So he's a guy that's going to be very good. He's a sophomore right now, so a lot of uh, growth yet to do for Mr. Ledoux and a lot of uh, firepower, uh, you know, running underneath himself he's got good body lean got a, got a lot of good power that he hits the hole with so excited for what he's going to be able to do uh in that regard but guys uh the matchup here tonight uh is 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 the 2021 edition a lot of fans in the stands excited to see that again post covid a little bit i know that there's still delta variants and different things but it's good to see uh, a good stand of crowd here yeah. uh, at bill claybo field the the band has played the national anthem i had a moment of silence for the uh, the fallen uh, servicemen and women uh, that that had that lost their life in afghanistan I want to take a moment uh, to to recognize those as well you know that's a that's devastating for our country. That's devastating for communities. A local uh, product was one of those servicemen uh, that ha that lost his life. Want to want to uh, again send our condolences to that family. And again, never, never. It doesn't matter uh, the scenario or the dynamic. It's the fact that uh, that's the ultimate sacrifice. Right. A lot of people talk it. They did it. So yes. again, raise our raise our hats to those guys and wish uh, wish their family uh, um, you know peace and, and, and kind of sympathies. But uh, guys, a uh, lot of sponsors make this happen here tonight. Of course, Everting is our pregame sponsor. Uh, Twin City Certified in Maryville is our our game of the week sponsor. But there's a lot more that make it happen each and every week. T Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, REO Cheese Wagon. Whitlock and Company PC, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, Will Hemidor, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air. All of those will be talked about and heard uh, during tonight's broadcast. But guys, um, looks like uh, uniform combinations as, as as the Admirals have made their way to the field. Uh, they're going to be in their home navy blue uniforms. Looks like they're they're trimmed and and silver numerals etched in white. Uh, a white stripe on the side of the pants with a with a silver outline, and then the 
the Cowboys helmet. That's the only way I know right. to explain it. Silver helmet, blue star with the stripe down the center. Uh, looks like the Rebels are going to be in the road whites. Going to be red numerals edged in black. And the big red and black stripes on the side of the pants. Traditional Rebel helmet uh, with the Rebel on the script on the side of the helmet. Traditional look, clean look. If we're on turf, uh, we're going to see those all whites. We're going to see the stormtroopers, if you oh, will. Yeah. Yeah, Love the stormtrooper look. And as the Rebels go through their own breakdown paper and get to that sideline, uh, they've, you know, since the last time we've been here, it looks like they've redone the track here. They've got Bill Parker track at Bill Claybo Field. A little bit farther distance there as, our, as we're seeing it, but uh, it's a good view here from Farragut High School. Yeah, I love the, uh, how Farragut runs all the way through the entire band. It's a little bit longer run than we had to do to our sideline. Well, it's a big F. Yeah. If you you can't necessarily see it, but that's what they're 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 yeah. making there is a is a giant F. I'm just glad they're running a little bit farther and maybe tire them out a little bit quicker. Get them legs working. Uh, looks like uh, got the the starters here, but let's uh, let's run through the the Rebel Radio two deep here. Carson Jones will start at quarterback. Noah Vaughn will be your starting tailback. Wide receiver core will be Markel Fortenberry, DJ Burks, and Carson Jones. Your H-back or tight end will be Jackson Phillips. And the front line, the reigning Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, uh, Carlos Yanez, Jay Adams, Cal Grubbs, Trevor Abdella, and Adrian Gum will lock it down for that offensive line. Defensively, Mike Bethea, Caleb Graham, and Frankie Diaz will be your front. Linebacker core will be Keyshawn Harper, Zach Braden, Braden Hoy, and Peyton Cooper, and then the backfield defensively, Carter Cox, Markel Fortenberry, DJ Burks, and Noah Limbaugh. But, uh, guys, it's uh, it's about game time here from Bill Claybo Field. Let's take us a quick break, listen to a couple sponsors. When we come back, we'll have captains and the kickoff here at Farragut High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Thunder. 
And welcome back to Farragut High School where your Red Rebels are out on the field as the captains meet at midfield on the, the big star here at Farragut High School uh, to do the coin flip. Uh, handshakes are exchanged. Uh, the captains that are on the field for your Red Rebels, Julius Toto, Cade Wheeler, Cameron Gribble, and Charles Trenum. That's a guy who can boom it here tonight and will have a big impact in special teams. For the Farragut Admirals, quarterback Dawson Moore, Elijah Harmon, number 92, David Broda, and number 93, Luke Hill. Looks like Farragut wins the toss and will receive. So, again, the Rebels will get the football to start the second half. That's three weeks in a row, and if two are the example, I like the outcome. I was actually going to wonder if Maribel did win the toss, but they defer again. I think they would have. I think they like their outcomes. But, uh, Chris, as we bring you back in, Carson's going to step aside. going to do a little social media for us. Uh, but, Chris, what are some keys here tonight? As you look at last year's matchup, what we've seen through two weeks, what's the Rebels going to have to do tonight? Well, for me, uh, just keep uh, relying on that run game. I mean, it's been incredible the first two matchups uh, against Powell and against Heritage. And also find that next uh, receiver. You know, we know Markell is going to be out there, Carson Jones. I want to see that third receiver step up. If it's going to be one of the tight ends or one of the uh, ex uh, receivers on the inside. So I hope to see one of them. And then defensively, get after more. You know, he, he we found out last year once he gets uh, pressure on him, he gets a little rattled, throws the ball in tight places. And I think he ended up with, what, three interceptions in last year's matchup. So get, get some pressure on him start off early. I think I, I, what I was going to use is the term tilt this football field, run downhill, but also use play action to come out of that with it. And I think defensively be opportunistic. Yeah, this guy's a, he wants to swing it, make him pay when he when he makes a bad throw. But looks like the Rebels are out there uh, to kick this one away. Charles Trenum to set the football at the 40-yard line, going left to right here at Bill Clabo. Looks like deep for the Admirals. I'm trying to get numbers there. Can you see numbers, Chris? 12 and 15. That's going to be Chance Van and number 15, Trace Corum. Uh, both seniors back there. Yeah. Trenum to kick it away, and it's football time from Farragut. As it's going to be a returnable kick, going to be returned at the three-yard line. He's going to come straight ahead forward, get through the first layer, and be dropped at about the 19-yard line. Going to give him the 20, no, sorry, the 24. Give him the 25. And that's where the Farragut Admirals will set up first and 10, going right to left. Yeah, he squeezed out an extra three or four yards from where he originally was hit. I think that was uh, Trace Corum. Looks like the de defense is coming out. Uh, already really working hard. Chance Van was the return man. Looks like Dawson Moore is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give the handoff, fake the throw, and the defense is not fooled. Dropped in the backfield. Yeah, One-yard loss. Well, that's Graham right there. Hit him in the backfield and took him straight back. And that's going to be a loss of one on the play. Bring up second down, 11 to go. Loss of one on the play. Brings up second and 11. Looks like Farragut had to... Uh, have a substitution when their players came up a little banged up on the sideline. Yeah, it looks like they're going to check in. Number 82 is what I see. That's going to be Jordan Shepard. He's a 5'11", 180-pound sophomore. Dawson Moore brings them back to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. 
Crab running back to his right hip pocket. Shotgun snap. Handoff again. Straight ahead forward. Not much doing. He's going to get back just beyond the original line of scrimmage. Going to be a pickup of two. It's going to bring up third and nine. Yeah, that was Zach Braden and uh, make sure I say the name. Jacob Richmond, number 43. Both linebackers came up, hit both holes, and knocked him back for no gain. Looks like uh, they are definitely going to attempt the running game here, but I think on third down, this is third and throwing it. They've got two to the right, one to the left. Again, running back still to the right of Dawson. Dawson's going to take a drop, three-step drop. Look to extend the pocket. Oh. He loses his helmet, and he is going to be dropped for a sack. I think the play was over when the helmet came off, but uh, give him credit for continuing to play. It's going to bring up fourth down, and the Rebel defense hold. Yeah, that was a nice blitz there from uh, Harper and Manicker on the left side. Luckily, I guess with the helmet coming off, they had to call it dead because he can't continue on. Was that Ty Elder in the backfield? No. 23? No, that was uh, Harper, 27. Numbers. Yeah. Not my thing. Ask Ken. It's a bright sun. <laughs> <laughs> or this wall. Looks like they're going to be in pump formation. He's going to stand at his own three. That's where uh, the original return started, and he's going to have to punt this one away. Looks like deep band for the Rebels. That's going to be Markel Fortenberry standing at the Maribel 45-yard line. He's going to fair catch it at the 44, and that's where the Rebels will set up shop first and 10, going left to right. Yeah, they came after the punt, almost got back there too, but he got away just in time. I, I didn't like that because Markel was looking directly into the sun, so I, I didn't like how that was going to look, but fair caught and cleanly caught, and uh, Carson Jones brings the troops out to start on offense. And yeah, it looks like Markel is wearing his uh, maybe a visor out there to help out, so that probably assisted with the sun in his eyes. Usual Rebel backfield is going to have Carson Jones with Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, moving DJ across the formation. It looks like that may be a false start against the Rebels. Yeah, I think they're trying to get the uh, right tackle over here. Jumped a little bit earlier, I think, trying to get on the uh, end around. Yeah, they had DJ sweeping. I'm not sure he wasn't the intended target there. Going to bring up second down, or no, first and 15. No uh, no loss of down there, but first and 15 upcoming. 9.57 to go here in the first quarter. Still a scoreless game. Farragut zero, Rebels zero. Switched it out to a man-to-man -man down here. I think they're trying to get Markell one-on-one with the corner on the far side. Yeah, Markell's against a 5'10", 155-pound defensive back. If they see it, they'll like it. Carson actually hands it off to Noah Vaughn. He takes one cut, gets across the 45-yard line, down to the 47. And it will be, that'll be a pickup of about seven on that one. It'll get back to uh, just beyond the original line of scrimmage. Second down, eight to go. That was a great uh, stick his foot in the ground, cut back, and got an extra three yards. Carson Jones going to have, looks like trips up top. Markel by himself down low. And they are going to throw another false start penalty. This is uncharacteristic of this Rebel offense as a, another jump. It's going to back them up. It's going to be second down and about 12 to go. Yeah, this is very uncharacteristic. You want to give this crowd any more momentum to try to be louder, especially right here in front of the student section. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is just a little jitters getting away from Blunt County again. First time outside of the county as Heritage was on the road, but just across town, Powell being at the House of the Rebels. Yeah, first time probably in front of a hostile environment. I'd say I think uh, last two have been kind of friendly. A little red. There was a the heavy red, the heavy there, red. Heritage. 
Carson Jones brings the troops back out. Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Noah to the left. They're going to fake the handoff to Noah. Uncork it. He's got Markel just beyond the fingertips of the, of the big, tall receiver. It's going to fall incomplete, bring up third and 13. Yeah, I'm, that was a great pass. I mean, it was right there. I think Markel and the uh, safety got a little tangled up with each other, and that's probably what kept him from catching that ball. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get full gallop down the down the seam, and I think he just he just couldn't uh, he couldn't overcompensate that defensive back. Carson's going to do a little movement. Looks like they're going to run Markel up to the high side now. He's going to be on the Maryville side of this formation. DJ down here low, close to us. Trips to the right. Markel up top. They like to get him isolated with Mr. Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Shotgun snap taken. He'll deliver to DJ. He's going to get across the 45, cross the 50. Cross the 45. Can he do it? 40, 35, 30, 25, and he has run out of bounds at the 24-yard line. That's a nice pickup for the senior, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yeah, that was a great crossing round. Good thing the uh, big offensive line got out there and held him, uh, got him about five or six extra yards on that push. Yeah, good patience for the senior as he as he struck it wide and knew when to cut upfield. I like, I like that run. Yards after the catch, a big option here for this receiver. Carson's going to get it to the line of scrimmage quickly. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Got Jackson Phillips in the in the tight end spot. He's going to move across the formation. Lead blocker for Noah Vaughn. He's going to push back his way down and down to the 20-yard line on the cusp of the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. That's going to be a pickup of five on first down. Brings up second and five. Yeah, that was Corey Walker, number 75 for Farragut. That was in the backfield with Noah Cut, and then, like you said, just backed his way for at least another three or four additional yards. Carson Jones, Caleb Dunford, and Markel Fortenberry, the receivers in this formation. Noah Vaughn still in there at tailback. Carson Jones with the commands. He's going to change it at the line of scrimmage. He's going to move Noah to his right hip pocket. Takes the low snap. Now he's going to have to clean it up, calls his own number, and he's going to just get what he can get. A busted play, and it's going to be a big loss. It's going to be a five-yard loss on that one. Brings up a third and ten. Yeah, the snap came out a little bit low. I, 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 great play by him by not putting his knee down on the ground, trying to make something out of nothing, but just couldn't get around the edge. Well, and, and good, give, give Farragut a little bit of credit. Uh, they came in there, knew it was a busted play, got their hands up, and he couldn't see the options downfield, so just tucked it and went. Looks like they're going to have Jackson, Carson Jones, and Caleb Dunford down here on the, on the right side of the formation. Markell up top. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a little play action here. They're going to move Jackson across the formation, stack it up. He's going to play action. No, he's going to give it to Noah. Noah gets across the 20, across the 15, and down inside the 15 to the 14. That's enough for Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, ripped through that one, shed first contact, and really made that uh, made that play happen. That was a great option call because if you notice, both safeties that were playing up dropped back at least 10, 15 yards, and that was wide open up the middle for Noah. And Noah's a north and south runner. Love the way he gets downhill quick. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it, about first three steps, and he's at full gallop. Carson's going to keep Noah to his right hip pocket. They're going to stack up Dunford and Jones to this right side of the formation. Little handoff to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go around left side, and he's going to go behind the lead blocker, but collapsing is the defense, and he's going to be run out of bounds 
at the 11-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of three. They get second and seven. Yeah, and that was uh, Griffin Mashburn, number 18, over on the left cornerback position, held his hole and uh, made sure to push him out of bounds. Yeah, receiver's already set here, so uh, the next play was called. He's just letting the offensive line know how to block. 6.28 to go in the first quarter. Still a scoreless game, but the Rebels looking to change that. Carson's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go right off and then cut it back oh. left. Bang, bang off some Admirals, and he's down near the one-yard line. Great pickup for the junior, and it's going to bring up first and goal, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. What's some incredible balance there by Noah. I mean, he was originally hit right around the line of scrimmage, spun out, oh, it's then bounced off two more tacklers. I, I didn't know. I, I was either watching football or a pinball machine. Noah Vaughn running hard. Yeah, it looks like a hippo package is coming in with DJ Burks and uh, Zach Braden. Hippo. Hip-hop anonymous. We had the rhino, now we got the hippo. Either way. DJ Burks in there in a wildcat formation, for those wondering which animal we're talking about. Uh, Markell's going to run across the formation, but DJ's going to go straight ahead. Does he get in? Looks like he did to me. They're going to look at it. Oh, looks, looks like, like Safarja just calling it short. They're going to call it down at the six-inch line. We're going to see. We don't have a replay in high school, so we're going to have to do it again. Second and goal from inside the one-yard line. Literally the tip of the football, three inches away from I mean, the goal line. It looked like that second push, he made it across. Carson Jones is going to stay on the sideline. DJ in at Wildcat, moving Markell across the formation. DJ goes right tackle, untouched into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels! Incredible block there by Groves on the right side. He made his guy go about at least three or four yards. That was a wide open hole for us. Here's the thing. The, the thing this offensive line likes is leave no doubt. When, when he gets stopped at the six-inch line, angry is probably not the word. They were going to make sure it was clean the next time. DJ walks in untouched. The Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. It reads now Maribel 6, Farragut 0, 5.15 to go here in the first. Corbin Price looking to add two. Dunford to hold, Price to kick, and it's good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads seven for your Red Rebels, zero for the Farragut Admirals. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to West Knoxville as your Red Rebels have made their presence known. They now leave the Farragut Admirals 7-0. Each team's had one possession, Mr. Hips. One team scored, one team didn't. 5.15 to go here in the first, and the Rebels just kick it away. Charles Trenum with the return. He's going to take it at the own one-yard line and try to get it upfield. Does not get back to the 20-yard line. He's going to be upended and dropped at the 18-yard line. That's where they'll set up shop. First and 10 going right to left here on Bill Claybo Field. 
Yeah, and that was a great hit there by Cade Wheeler. Knocked him up over, kept him short of the 20-yard line, too. Yeah, kick returner. I'm trying to get the number. Looks like he's going to be number 15, Trace Corum. He's a six-foot, 160-pound senior. Uh, he was fearless. He ran right at the uh, the Rebel D defenders, and uh, Rebel defenders just ran right at him. Yeah. Looks like Dawson Moore is going to bring his troops out. Again, a fearless quarterback. He's going to have his running back uh, just straight behind him, a little almost a power set here. I'm going to look to run the football again. He's going to bounce off defenders, and then he is going to be dropped by some Rebel defenders, and that's going to be a loss of about two yards on first down. Second and 12 upcoming. Uh, the Admirals going the wrong way, Chris. Yeah, that was Frankie Diaz out there. Blew that play up, and I think also uh, number 13 over here for Maribel. That's Carter Cox finished off at the top and made the tackle combined. Yeah, they're running out uh, Zai Schumann, the running back, 5'11", 190-pound senior, trying to use some power there. Just uh, didn't pay the electric bill. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Dawson Moore going to have the running back to his right hip pocket. Delivers out in the flat, little stutter step, and uh, nobody stutters. And the defense comes upfield and drops the receiver uh, for maybe back to the original line of scrimmage. They're going to say he picked up three. It's going to bring up third and nine. Yeah, that's a great play, though, out there on the edge by himself. Mr. Kenan Johnson out there shed the blocker and made the tackle on the same play. Yeah, Trace Corum was the intended receiver and the recipient. And, uh, and again, just a nice defensive play, not biting on the stutter step and just driving through. Actually going to go into a huddle. It's another team that likes to push tempo, uh, so you won't see that a lot. Looks like they're going to leave number 35 Schumann in the backfield, but he's going to be to the left hip pocket of Dawson. It's going to be a false start on Farragut. The laundry on the field. Going to go against the Admirals this time. Yeah, it looked like the center lifted the ball up, which made the left guard jump and flinch uh -huh. a little bit, and then when he said it, it got called. 3.46 to go here in the first quarter. Again, third and 14 for the Farragut Admirals. And, uh, and the Rebel defense opportunistic early, to say the least, getting after it. Three receivers to the left, one to the right for the Admirals. They look to the sideline. Looks like the play's going to get changed by the quarterback. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Schumann. Schumann runs straight ahead, gets to about the 16-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of two, and it's going to bring up fourth and 14. Yeah, that was a great play there by number 43 for Maribel, Jacob Richmond. Hit the hole, held on, grabbed the tackle, and I think Frankie Diaz came in there and finished him off. Deep in their own territory, their punter will stand at the uh, basically at the goal line to get this one, this one away. As the uh, opening quarter looks to wind down, Farragut's still looking for their first first down. Punter for Farragut. I'm trying to get a number on that. Dark jersey, small numbers. It's not good for me. He's going to get the snap. Kick is away. It's going to get off the side of his foot, but take a Farragut roll. It's going to get across midfield and roll down and come to rest at about the 35-yard line of Maryville. Yeah. Farragut all around it. No Rebels to be seen, and they will touch it and draw that one close. That's where the Rebel offense will set up shop first and 10. Looking to add to that lead, Chris. Yeah, that was number 16, Reese Kinney, right there on the punt. I think it was a little shank, but the way it came out, it was low. It squid, couple feet. Markel let it go. It rolled probably about another seven yards after that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's one of those you don't know what they're going to do when they come off the foot like that. So the best thing to do is just get away. Uh, looks like they're going to stay to the right side of the formation. Carson stays in the shotgun. 
He's going to take that shotgun snap, hand to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go straight ahead forward. He says, only one way I know, north and south. He gets across the 40 quickly, up to the 43-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of eight on first down. Brings up second and two with 2.16 to go here in the first quarter. That was a great tackle there, though, by Jack Alley for Farragut. I mean, if he don't he's take the last guy, behind, yeah. it, it's going to be open green field for Noah. We know how fast he is when he's in open field. Yeah, it's, it's a bye-bye situation. Carson's going to stand in shotgun. He's got two receivers to the left, two to the right. Going to fake the handoff to Noah, look to throw, uncorks it, and he is nearly intercepted. Number three for Farragut gets in the way. John Duncan, 5'10", 155-pound junior, nearly picks off the Rebel signal caller, but it falls incomplete. To bring up third and two. That seemed like a kind of a mixed play because Caleb Dunford stayed outward. The ball was thrown inward, and... Luckily, he was there to have to play defender and make sure uh, number three for Farragut didn't get the interception. Yeah, like Coach Hunt says, when the ball's in the air, it's yours. And if it's going to go the other way, turn defender on it. But Carson's going to run a bunch of receivers to the right, and he's going to give the handoff to Noah. Farragut sniffs it out, and he's going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage. I think that's going to force the first punt for the Rebels of the night. Going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, that was number uh, 43, Elijah Harmon there for Farragut. I mean, he just blew the play up in the backfield, and it had no chance of starting. Fourth and five upcoming. Looks like Markell will come out to kick this one away. Looks like deep for the Farragut Admirals on this punt will be number 12, Chase Van, and then number 15, Trace Corum. Yeah, Trace has been everywhere for him tonight. <laughs> yeah. Got a junior and a senior back there. Both guys know how to move. Markell gets the, the kick, gets the snap. Kick is away. It's a boomer. And it's going to be fair caught and taken at the 21-yard line. Like that kick. A lot of hang time, a lot of defenders downfield. I like where that's going to put the, the Admirals. Yeah, slightly high snap, but with having a six-foot-five kicker or a punter back there it was, uh, well, I was gonna to worry say, about. <laughs> I was going to say that but he kind of hopped and yeah. then it hit him in the chest so I don't know if he anticipated a high snap <laughs> if it looked high but it, it hit him in the chest so uh, he gets it away nonetheless. Markel uh, he likes catching the football. Kicking the football is uh, yeah. he does well but uh, maybe not what he's interested in doing. Maryville leads this football game 7 to nothing. Uh, Dawson Moore looking to get their first first down of the night. Dawson Moore going to look to hand off to Schumann. He gets it to Schumann. He's going to go around right end, attempt, and he's going to be dropped at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Second and 10 upcoming. As we go under a minute to go here, not a, probably about a one or two more plays here in the first quarter is all we're going to get. Let's see if they even try to get one more off. That was a good play out there by Zach Brady in the linebacker core. They made sure he didn't get to any edge around the edge. Two receivers to the left. No, three to the left, one to the right. Going to have Schumann in the backfield with Dawson Moore. Dawson Moore is going to take the snap. A little three-step drop, looking right, throwing right, and the receiver tried to run before he got it. Hit him in the hit him in the belly and fell to the turf. I think I heard, he heard a little bit of footsteps from Mr. Harper right there. He looked up at Mr. Harper and just dropped it. It uh, he did turn and see a lot of rebel. So third and ten upcoming. 21.6 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Again, rebel lead seven to nothing. Defense going to stay in their, their kind of their base formation. Got Eli Hames into the football game. Uh, DJ Burke still over there lurking. Dawson Moore is going to take a little three-step drop. Going to have to evade some defenders. He's going to roll this thing left, and he's going to have to tuck it. No, he floats it and goes in and out of the hands. Intended receiver there, number five for Farragut, Landis Davila. 
Uh, 5'11", 175-pound sophomore. I think, I think he was beyond the uh, line of scrimmage when he tried to make the throw. I mean, it, he, he, was, he, had, he had went a long way. I'll give him that. <laughs> I think after seeing Mr. Potts last week, this uh, quarterback's just not as quick step getting outside. He, you know, all he, over it. he has mobility, but, yeah, the quick feet that Potts had and, and really that uh, – that little, I don't know, herky-jerky stuff he was doing was just a, yeah. a different level. But Dawson's a good quarterback, and we'll see uh, We'll see how the night goes. But I think I think you're right. I think he was a, a beyond the original yeah. line of scrimmage. Looks like that's going to be the call, and uh, Farragut's walking the other way. So it looks like decline and uh, pump formation upcoming. Fourth and ten, ten and a half seconds to go here in the first quarter. So this is the longest minute of this quarter. <laughs> as it's got chopped up about five different ways. I think it was a five-yard penalty with the loss of down. There's a loss of down anyway, so. Five-yard penalty, loss of down, brings up four fifteen. He must have heard you, Chris. <laughs> you didn't hear a PA announcer confirmed what Mr. Hips had said. Looks like uh, pump formation. He's going to stand in his own three, get the snap. Punt is away. That one's a, more of an end-over-end -end spiral, and it's going to bounce at the 42. Take a Farragut roll, and it's going to come to rest at the 26-yard line. Nice punting uh, for Farragut. Coach Hunt talked about the special teams for Farragut, and uh, that looks like that's going to be a, a big proponent for, for what they're doing here tonight. But as we say that, the first quarter comes to an end. As the Bliss Air scoreboard reads, seven for your Red Rebels, zero for Farragut. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, second quarter action right here, WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM and streaming WGAPradio.com. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. Marable has traveled to Farragut, and at the end of one, they now lead seven to nothing. Chris Hips on my right side. I'm Wayne Kaiser. And uh, Chris, first quarter, all Rebels. Seven to nothing on the scoreboard, but when you look at production, Farragut yet to get their first first down of the football game. Uh, Maryville just uh, just a little stutter step that last outing. Just not a ton of uh, not a ton of resistance there for Mr. Noah Vaughn. Yeah, I mean the defense has really stepped up. Uh, Farragut's down to only nine yards for this first quarter. Maribel has put up over seventy. I think the biggest thing right now is the passing game. We got to get a little bit more passing game to open up Noah a little bit more. A little bit more balance, absolutely. But as they they switch the quarter, now the Rebels go right to left here on Bill Claybo for the window configuration. That helps me. <laughs> Definitely. Help both of us. Carson Jones changes the play. He's going to step back. Noah to his right hip pocket. He's going to get the football here to open the second quarter. He's going to go straight ahead forward. Pick up of just beyond a yard. They're going to call it one. Second down, nine to go here for the Red Rebels. That, that was Mr. Bryce Fontenot right there, number 50. Dropped back from his defensive line position and filled the hole perfectly for a fair hit. Yeah, you know, he's a guy that we talked about a lot last year. Just a guy who knows where to be, uh, kind of has a nose for the football. But uh, a little small huddle, not a true huddle, but you won't see that much for this Rebel offense. Carson's going to be in the backfield by himself, so I would think he's either going to sling it or call his own number. He's going to move Noah across the formation. 
He's going to call his own number straight ahead forward, gets beyond the 30-yard line, and that's going to be a pickup of about four there on second down. That's going to bring up third and five. Yeah, that was a good call there, but looking at it hindsight, Noah was wide open if he would have, if he would have been able to pass it out there. I think that's a that's a that's a bang bang play. Do you give it to Noah and all the defenders go with him? You'd wish you went the other way. So you just got to make that call. But Carson calls his own number. You're going to see that a lot over the season, and uh, just the first time he's done it here tonight. And I'm going to say I know this uh, coaching staff over here. They're going to go back to that play sooner or later. I can tell you right now they've got some music booming here at Farragut. They're going to move Markell across the formation, fake it to uh, Gage Ledoux, get it to Markell. One good block. He gets across oh. the 35 and across the first down marker if it holds. Nah, they're going to call a crankback block on D.J. Burks right there. I mean, it was great. It looked like a clean block, but I guess since the Farragut, uh, Farragut linebacker never turned around looking for the ball, it's a crankback block. The Rebels understand and start walking backwards. Third and five was picked up, but it will now be erased. So it'll bring up third down. Let's see, is that a is that 10? It's, uh, I think, 15. I think it's a personal going to walk it a long way back. They're going to move it all the way back to the Rebel 12-yard line. So, yeah, that's going to be a third and a long way. Yeah, I mean, that was a great play call. It was there for the first down. It's just unfortunate. I think the uh, – the linebacker just didn't turn around enough and hit him to the side. Third and 23 is what the official scoreboard will read. 10-13 to go here in the second quarter. 7-0 your score in favor of the Red Rebels. Carson in shotgun. Going to take a little three-step drop. Looks left. He's going to throw left in and out of the hands. The intended receiver, Noah Vaughn, is going to bring up fourth down. You'll see the punt duties again by Mr. Markel Fortenberry. Just uh, not a bad play there, Chris. It's, it was going to be beyond, or before the line of, the, the line to gain, uh, but I think when you get it in Noah's hands, you, you like what you see. Yeah, I mean, if he caught that, there was probably only one defender he'd have to beat to get the first down. I, I like my chances there with Noah in the open, though. Fourth and 23, unable to convert, so Markel will stand on the goal line looking to kick this one away. He's going to get the snap. Kick is away. It's going to be a booming little spiral and uh, fair, oh. call, fair catch called for and fumbled. And and looks like it is going to be recovered by Farragut no, at midfield. Farragut recovered it, but the whistle was blown right before. I think there's going to be some discussion here. Yeah, the fumble was made. Fair call, catch called for. Attempted, fumbled. Maryville falls on it, but they say the whistle was already blown. They give it the, the football to Farragut currently. Oh, that was a bad call. I mean, that was – they blew the whistle before he even caught the ball. So when he bobbled it and it fell backwards, Maryville claimed it. That's less than ideal. Whew, that's not cooking right there on that call. Not good as Dawson's going to step out there, takes the shotgun snap, first down, Farragut. He's going to look to throw in the flat. He gets it to number 15, and he's going to push ahead forward. Did he get the line to gain? Looks like they're going to give him the go. Move the chains. First first down for Farragut. It's nine minutes, 40 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Maryville leads seven to nothing. Yeah, that was Mr. Trace Carr. I mean, he knew where the sticks were, went right there, curled around, and the ball was placed right on his chest. This is going to be one of those deals. If this, uh, if Schumann gets around left in, and he's not, he's going to be dropped for a loss. But uh, laundry on the field, looks like there's going to be a hold call, and he didn't get back to the line again. This is going to be a frustrated Maryville team, knowing that this football should be theirs right now. Yeah, that was a great play there by Manneker on the edge. He 
Yeah, swam past the uh, right tackle. Should have got the hit in the backfield, but got dragged down from behind again. Maneker is he is a hold magnet. <laughs> like he will get held in a heartbeat, or at least from our viewpoint, we see it a lot. Yeah, I mean he is a great athlete though. We know he loves living in the backfield. So Dawson Moore in the shotgun formation for the Admirals. Two receivers to the left or to the right, one to the left. He's going to take the snap, give it to the running back, Mr. Schumann, and he's going to work hard for uh, about a yard and a half. It's going to bring up second down, about 22 to go. And that was another great play by Manneker. I mean, he held the edge like he's supposed to, didn't let him bounce back out, made the tackle for a short loss. 8.54 to go here in the first half. Maryville leads 7 to nothing. And again, Farragut with the football coming off of a, a botched fair catch that uh, didn't go the way it should. Quarterback takes the snap, a little three, five-step drop, looks to hit it in the flat, in and out of the hands of number 15, Corum, who was running free, Chris. He was wide open. He was going to have green for days should he catch that football. Yeah, the ball was just right behind him on his back uh, shoulder pad, so I think that's what made him miss it. Yeah, he was wide open over on the far side. Yeah, there's, there is a, a maybe a return gift there. So it's going to bring up third and 22. They're going to sit on the left side of the star. Dawson Moore in the shotgun, where he's going to live probably most of the night. Takes the shotgun snap, little drop, going to look to throw. Delivers out in the left flat. He's going to get it to 12, and he is going to bowl ahead forward, get just beyond the original line of scrimmage, but it's going to bring up fourth down and eight yards to go. So I think uh, we'll see what Farragut does here. It's a little bit of no man's land. Yeah, that was a great play by Mayor. They dropped back in their zone. They were going to give up the underneath route. Everybody just gang tackled him. I think Kenny Johnson was the first one to meet him over there on the far edge. Big move. Are they going to try a field goal here? Or? I don't know. Like they, they flipped oh, it out. Nah, this is punter. They're going to look to pin him? Yeah, that's uh, Reese Kenny, the punter. Right? They kind of came out in a group, and I'm like, either they're really confident in the kicker or they're going to try to pin Maribel deep. Looks like that's what they're going to do. Uh, looks like Cannon Johnson, Markel Fortenberry deep. Markel calls for the fair catch at the five-yard line and takes it. A clean turnover there. Uh, Farragut has some success there. Gets their first first down of the of the football game, but uh, end result, no points on the board. Yeah, that was a, I think that was one of the ones we should have let go into the end zone. Hopefully, I mean, it was nobody around it for Farragut. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know that you're wrong there, but Carson <laughs> brings the troops back out. He's going to set up shop at the six-yard line, uh, going right to left here at Bill Claybo. And, uh, again, 7.41 to go here in the half. Maryville leads 7-0. to zero. Would love to add to that lead here on this possession. Yeah, I would love to see one of them quick strikes here for Maryville. Wildcat out of the gate right here. D.J. Burks in the backfield. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. He's gonna get the. He's gonna give the handoff. First time I've seen that that give. And it looks like was that Jackson Phillips? Yes, that was Jackson hey. Phillips. I can see numbers when the sun goes down. That's interesting. Yeah, that was Mr. Bryce Fontenot again on the uh, tackle. I mean, he's just eating it up here in the middle of the field for Farragut. Looks like DJ's gonna check out. Carson Jones comes back in. So uh, back to the traditional Rebel offense. Trips to the left. Markell to the right. And Noah Vaughn standing on the goal line in the backfield. Carson's going to switch it up there at the line of scrimmage, step back, put Noah to his right hip pocket, moves him left to right, pulls Jackson in across the formation, takes the snap, 
He's going to fake the handoff to Noah, flip it to Markell, and Markell is going to streak across the 20-yard line and down or up to the 24-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of 14 and a first down. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Uh, unfortunately, that ball was a little bit behind Markell. He had to turn around to catch it. If not, if he catches that in space, I, he, he might have been off to the races. That gives them something to think about if you're the Farragut defense, uh, just something that will work and can go back to at will. Going to have two receivers to the left. Looks like Dunford and I'll say that Carson Jones. We're looking to the sideline to see the play. He's going to make some adjustments. Again, flip Noah left to right in the backfield. And going to flip Apples. him back to the left. He's going to take the snap, fake the handoff, delivering the flat uh, to Carson Jones. Carson Jones gets across the 30, drags Farragut defenders, and he's going to get up to the 34-yard line. Well, it looks like that's going to be right close to another first down. I think they're giving it to him, too. It's going to move the chains. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, six minutes to go here in the first half of play. Rebels lead 7-0. to zero. I'm thinking, uh, I mean, I've just counted. Mar Admirals are putting at least seven, eight in the box every time. They're, they're daring Maribel to throw it on them right now. Looks like you're going to have one-on-one -on -one somewhere. It's just whether Carson is finding it. And the uh, last two plays have been a yes to that question. Trips to the left. He's going to have Noah to his right hip pocket. Moves Jackson Phillips across the formation. Takes the shotgun snap. He's actually going to give it to Noah this time. Gets across the 40. Rolls across the 45 and down to the 46-yard line. That's going to be a big pickup. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Now, I didn't see which uh, Farragut player that was, but Jackson Phillips met him in the hole and drew him out of the way, giving Noah that big running lane. I'll tell you this. He better have tags and registration because Noah rode him all the way down to the 46. Carson, again, a lot of adjustments at the line of scrimmage. I think they're trying to work this, this Farragut defense. 5.15 to go. He's going to step back in shotgun. Moving Jackson Phillips. Left to right, he's going to take the shotgun snap, give it to Noah, straight ahead forward, cross midfield and into Admiral territory. It's going to be down to the 48 of the Admirals. That's going to be a pickup of six on first down. It's going to bring up second and four. Yeah, that was number seven, Jack Alley, right there that made the uh, shoestring tackle on Noah to just trip him up enough to make him fall forward. You talk about balance in your offense. Maribel currently 57 rushing yards, 61 through the air. Balance. Efficient. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's going on. Markell's going to stand at the number 50, and the Rebels set up shop on top of the star. I think they're going to throw up top. I like that look. Move Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. Carson takes the snaps. Little fake handoff to Noah Vaughn. Uncorks it. Markell's got one-on-one. -on -one. Does he get it? In the hands of 19 and into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. A great throw, great play. I mean, they were calling it. They were setting up that underneath route. The corner jumped, and it left Markell wide open behind him. Here's the thing. You bite, you close, and the Rebels are going to make you pay for it. Long throw for Carson Jones to Markell, and touchdown, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. It now reads your Rebels 13, and the Farragut Admirals 0. Corbin Price looks to add the extra point. Dunford to hold as he checks the line of scrimmage, make sure we got enough kids out there. And he looks back at Corbin to get the set. The snap is down. Bad snap. The kick is up. And the Ooh. kick is good. 
Who was that? I don't. I give credit to both the, the holder and the kicker for getting that off. That was a, a play that could have went wrong. But the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads with 4:16 to go in the second quarter. Your Red Rebels 14, the Farragut Admiral zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. And welcome back to Farragut High School, where your Red Rebels just changed the scoreboard with a six-play, 94-yard, three-minutes, 25-second time of possession drive that, uh, I mean, that could be a backbreaker. I mean, you go the full length of the field and make them pay, uh, and then they get the football to start the second half. But looks, Charles Trenum doesn't want to return on that one, and he kicks it beyond the word Farragut in that end zone. It's going to be a touchback. Admirals will come out to the 20-yard line. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking Maribel is fouling a little uh... – areas in the game that they've tweaked since the first couple of drives and they exposed them right there big time. I think you work the seams with Markell. He's a big kid. A lot of defensive backs in this conference in this state are going to have a hard time covering him. And on that time, he got a step on him. Carson laid a good ball in there and uh, touchdown Rebels. Just a, it's a pitch and catch at that point. But Admirals are going to set up first and 10 going left or right. A little fake handoff. He's going to look to throw it. Looks like Dawson Moore going to get it to number 15, Trace Corum. And he's going to get across the 25-yard line near the 28. And that's going to be a pickup of eight. Going to bring up second down, two yards to go. Yeah, and that was number 43 again for Maribel. Mr. Jacob Richmond was right there on the play. As soon as he called it, hit him. You know, no yards after the catch on that play. They're going to have trips to the left. They're going to have the running back Schumann in the backfield. He's going to run out in the flat. They're going to deliver it to him. He's going to cut upfield, get across the 30-yard line, and run out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down Admirals. And that was a great cut by him. I mean, Maryville had that red at the line of scrimmage. He just cut, got a little extra block on the edge, and made something out of nothing. Little score of interest with 6.49 left in the second quarter. The Patriots of Jefferson County, 14. The Governors of William Blunt, 14. So a little uh, tussle there uh, at William Blunt. Very good Admirals again, first and 10 to go. That's their second of the game. Dawson Moore is going to give the handoff to Schumann. He goes straight ahead forward, going to get ahead near the 39-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of four. It's going to bring up second down, six yards to go. As uh, Zach Braden and Bethea again right there on the tackle. Schumann's going to be the workhorse. We'll just see how they got. It's uh, He's going to be in a little bit of a power set. They're going to hand off to Schumann. He's going to try to get wide. Does he? No, he does not. He's going to be dropped near the original line of scrimmage. Big loss, four-yard loss on the play. It's going to bring up third and ten, yeah, dropped in the backfield. Great play there by Peyton Cooper out there on the edge of Knocking back, and then I think that was Eli Haynes in there at sec um, in the safety spot that came up for the big hit. I'll tell you something that this Rebel defense does not lack is lateral quickness. When when teams try to stretch, they're losing ground. They just don't know it yet. 
Third down, nine yards to go on the scoreboard. Dawson Moore's going to look to throw. He uh, nearly evades a sack, gets away from it. Keyshawn Harper gets the first hand on it, and then he's going to be dropped at the 40-yard line. A little recovery there, but not before. He's dropped behind the line to gain. It's going to bring up fourth down. And that was Caleb Graham. I mean, he had him right there. I think he had him by at least a couple fingertips. Just couldn't get him down. Another score of entrance, Heritage and Cock County tied up at four or at seven apiece. On fourth down, Admirals are going to go for it. I think this is a, a thing to keep the ball away from Maryland. Looks like they're going to try to get a timeout in there. Yeah, I think they're trying to make Maryland. I think it's going to be a hard count. Yeah, I think they're just trying to get us to jump right now. I don't know if they're actually going to go for it. I don't know that that would be interesting. Dawson Moore is just looking to the Farragut sideline. And yeah, as I say, Farragut's eating this up because they just allowed 40 seconds off the time clock to go all. So. Minute 48 to go here in the first half. Maryville leads 14 to nothing, and there's going to be a timeout on the field. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. back to Farragut High School is out of the timeout. The Admirals have had a change of heart, and the punter is on the field. Looks like they'll kick it back to the Rebels. And with a minute 48 seconds to go, that's been a uh, death wish for most. Let's see if it happens again. Looks like Cannon Johnson and Markel Fortenberry will be deep for the Rebels. Kick is away. Nice end over end kick. Cannon Johnson calls for the fair catch and takes it at the 23-yard line where the Rebels will set up first and 10. Going right to left here, Bill Claybo at Farragut High School. And we're talking about some of the adjustments we could tell Maryville has made since the first quarter. That punt coverage right there. I mean, having two returners back there, two gunners, making sure that we're not giving up the unnecessary bounces. That it's been helping Farragut all day. As the Rebel offense comes onto the field, if you're just joining us, how did we get to 14 to nothing? A DJ Burks Wildcat touchdown and a Markel Fortenberry deep bomb pass from Carson Jones. That's the two scores in the matchup. Carson Jones is going to move DJ across the formation, going to hand it back to Noah. Noah goes around right in, looking to cut it up. He gets upfield, gets across the 25-yard line. Not much doing, but he's going to get up to the 27-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of four on first down, brings up second and six. Yeah, that was a good play there by number three, John Duncan for Farragut. He held his position, especially with uh, Noah coming right at him. I like the movement there with DJ across the formation. A little snap taken. He's going to flip it out, and, and Carson's going to lose the football. It's on the ground. Looks like he's gotten it back. It just slipped out of his hand, Chris. Yeah, but that was a great uh, heads-up play by Carson because instead of thinking it was going to be an incomplete pass, he jumped on it to make sure it wasn't a fumble. Sure, sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, it just kind of flicked out. So it looks like they're going to take a timeout. As we've uh, we've evaded those most of the night, let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Mortgage home timeout. I'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. CBD is sold 
everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. And welcome back to Farragut High School as your Rebels go right to left. Here on Bill Claybo with the football. It is now third and 13. Minute five seconds to go here in the first half. They leave 14 to nothing over the homestanding Farragut Admirals. Carson Jones will have two receivers to the right, two to the left. Mr. Noah Vaughn in the backfield with him. Carson looks to throw. He's going to hit out in the flat. And I think that is trying to get the number. Noah, that was Noah. Noah. He was out there. He got he got vertical real quick. Couldn't see the number. Just knew a rebel was streaking. And he gets across the uh, the line to gain. It's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down in under a minute. And the Rebels are moving. Yeah, that was a smart play by Noah, too. I mean, he made sure to get out of bounds. Not, you know, had to waste another timeout and get the free timeout for his team. 57.7 seconds. Carson Jones and the Rebels near midfield. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop, looking to throw. Markell at the 40, steps out of bounds. That's another first down, and the clock will stop. Precision execution right now for the Rebel offense. Yeah, and I think that big play to uh, Markell while it goes got this Farragut defense a little scared. They're backing up every time, giving these underneath cuts. Well, and they're, giving, taking. and they're giving Markell like a six-yard yeah. cushion. I mean, he'll take that all day, and we can matriculate down. We can get out of field that I way. I mean, we wasted, what, nine seconds, I think, and we're going about 40 yards. First and 10 Rebels. They now set up shop on the Admiral 40-yard line. They're going to move Noah into the formation. Going to fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Carson looks to roll it. He's going to have to call his own number, get what he can. Gets down to the 37-yard line. Going to be a pickup of three. But the Rebels are going to have to burn another timeout. Chris, this is uh, this is Maryville football. Execution-wise, this is, this is the plan. They're looking for the end zone. This is an opportunity for them to really get some momentum, separate this deal, and then get the football to open the second half. I was going to say, just like Powell from last week, I mean, score the touchdown. And then turn around and just get the kickoff the very next half. I mean, it's an incredible play. A smart play also by Carson Jones right there. He saw he wasn't going to get in the next, got down, got this timeout immediately, saved some clock for his teammates. So they're on the far side of the field. They've got this wide side open. Is this another opportunity for, for Markell to play jump ball? Uh, that or, I mean, Noah's wide open down here on the inside. Unfortunately, I think the blitzer on this side was in Carson Jones' face, and he didn't get to see Noah's wide open. So. I mean, come back to that play. I like Noah in the wide open field against anybody one-on-one. I think Noah likes Noah in the wide <laughs> open field. He likes getting loose. But uh, as they're on the sideline, Farragut's going to come back out there in defense. I think they want to see what the Rebels come out and set up in. But that's the thing. Maryville sets up in some base formations, but a lot of things can come out of it. So I like I like the options that sit out there. But as, as they break the huddle, and Carson will be at the helm. You're going to have Noah Vaughn in the backfield with him. Jackson Phillips will stack up at the H-back. And you're going to have two receivers to the left. Markell to to the right by himself. Let's see if they if they give him some cushion. Carson takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Noah, going to flip it to DJ. Oh, DJ oh. almost made a, a circus <laughs> catch. 
Circus probably wouldn't even have held it, but it's in and out of the hands of intended receiver D.J. Burks and falls to the turf. Third and seven upcoming. I don't want to guess, but I think at least six or seven times he must have touched it right there in that play. I think he hit his shoulder pad, a helmet. You remember handball? You yeah. just used to keep it up. That's, like He was all about it. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> Carson's going to stand in the shotgun again. Now third and seven to go. 36 seconds to go in this this mat in the first half. They're going to flip it to Markell out in the flat. He's going to get near the first down marker. Going to be about a yard short. It's going to bring up fourth and one. 31 seconds. So he did get out of bounds. Yeah, that was a smart play. I mean, he 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 went out of bounds. He was trying to lunge for that extra yard to make sure he got out of bounds to stop the clock. So fourth and one. Let's see timeouts remaining. Um, we Maribel has one. So again, do you do you just run this off tackle with 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 Noah, or how how do you push this? Looks like Noah's going to check out. Looks like they're going to go wildcat. Yeah, Looks I mean, like, right here you get the first down. You got at least two or three opportunities toward the end zone. Yeah, I think this first down's crucial for that defense. DJ's going to take the snap. He's going to go off oh, yeah. right side. Gets the first down. 25 oh, oh. 20 near the 15. He's going to get up to the 15 yard down to the 15 yard line. And that's going to be enough for Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, it was a great run, cutting back and forth. He, he looked like he was wanting to go outside. They cut out outside, and he said, all right, I'll take an extra five, ten yards. Under 20, under 20 seconds to go. And they just Farragut. blow this one dead. Looks like it's going to be a timeout. Farragut yeah. with 16 seconds to go. I think they had too many men on the field. Yeah, I think uh, the quick, you know, not using the timeout, getting up to the line scrimmage, they weren't prepared. Had guys running on well, as they as they break the huddle, didn't didn't have that one schemed just well. They rip into the common sense pest control red zone, and uh, looking for another score. Let's see if they can get an El Himidor touchdown here. Yeah, that's a great play for Maribel that Farragut had to use their timeout because now Maribel kept that last timeout. The whole field's wide open, even if you short timeout. I mean, it's like the same. It's the same story, different week. In that, that gives an opportunity. Maribel's playbook's wide open at this point. You know, Carson last week was the quarterback keeper, rush for for the touchdown. They're right. I mean, I think they were at the 16-yard line last week. They're at the 15 today. But with 16 seconds to go, it's currently Maribel 14, Farragut zero. But I think Farragut, I think Farragut hopes that's what it is at the half. Yeah, and, uh, you know, for Maribel, worst case scenario, if you can't get in the end zone, these probably two opportunities, they got a really reliable kicker in Corbin Price over there on the sideline. Carson Jones going to bring two receivers to the right side and have uh, Noah in the flat. Noah's going to a little bit of a low throw was the intended receiver, and it's going to fall incomplete. Yeah, I think that was a uh, wheel round. They were trying to get Noah wide open over there. Unfortunately, the, I think the pass might have got tipped because it came out really low. Yeah, and, and I think they were trying to catch Noah where, where he could just catch it in stride. So uh, just just fell to the turf harmless, and uh, clock stops with 11 and a half to go. Second down, 10 yards uh, to go. Ball sits at the Farragut 15-yard line. Yeah, and Farragut's making sure to double team. I see a safety over the top right, right now on Markel. Carson's going to take the snap, a little, little flat step drop. He's going to get the jump on oh. Markell over the defender. A touchdown, Rebel. And we just said the safety was over the top, and Markell just out-jumped both of them. Hey, if you if it's a jump ball situation, give me 19. I like what he's got. Yeah. He gets up, and uh, you know what? It dropped in there nicely. 20 to nothing as the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Corbin Price on that tack on the extra point. Let's see what he can add. Yeah, that was just a uh, alley-oop play that worked out to perfection there for Maribel. <laughs> it's one of those deals. It, it, he jumped, but I think he caught it on the on the <laughs> on the uh, on the D cell there. 
as Corbin's going to look to tack on the extra point. Dunford to hold. Dunford to hold. Corbin to kick. And normal. It's good. Corbin Price adds another point as the Rebels now lead 21-0 on the Bliss Air scoreboard. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP as we're live at Farragut High School where your Rebels now lead the Farragut Admirals 21 to nothing. As Charles Trenum kicks one away, it is going to be Taken at the end zone and tried to return, but uh, the ref's going to blow the whistle dead. It's going to be five and a half seconds to go till halftime, and Farragut has to be shell shocked at this moment. Yeah, and uh, I was laughing at the rest there. All three of them were looking at each other like, did it go in the end zone? Did it not? <laughs> The they thing is, that's it. the cool thing about painting end zones. Yeah. When it's in the, the non green surface, it's probably a touchback. But uh, luckily for, I think, Farragut, I, it looks like it's going to be greatly covered by Maribel anyway. Well, so. and I think good for Farragut. They've got an offensive play here. He brings yeah. it out. That's the end of the half. So five and a half seconds to go. Looks like Dawson Moore is going to come out. Gonna have, he's maybe firing as he's got trips to the right, one to the left. He's going to have Schumann in the backfield. Common setup. Looks like the uh, Farragut sideline is complaining about the amount of clock that's left, I guess, since it oh, was actually. now it is. Half a second? Well, I mean, if there's a touchback, it shouldn't waste any time until we touched it. So. Six and a half seconds. Yeah. We have now. Put an yeah. extra second back on the clock. So maybe, I mean, maybe the second opportunity. It's going to be a handoff to Schumann. Schumann's going to get across the 25-yard line up to the 26, and that will bring the second quarter to an end. And as two quarters have expired, your Red Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 21-0. Let's take a break. Listen to these five sponsors. When we come back, the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show right here on Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses serving Blount County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. And they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
Welcome back to Farragut High School. I think that that intro song is uh, kind of fitting as we've kind of made Farragut the new uh, the new Shield Stadium. As as we have brought the the house down here, a good Rebel faithful crowd of, uh, across the way, good student section. Uh, but as we're joined back in the press box by Mr. Carson Crouch, Chris Hips to my right, uh, guys, uh, the Rebels did their thing in the first half. Yeah, there was some defensive um, advantages. I don't want to say advantages, but they. The Admirals did some things that kind of slowed down uh, the Rebel rushing attack. But as uh, the Rebels got multiple, was able to kind of work with play action, I thought Markell really stretched the field well against them in the first half. And once that happened, it's uh, it, it's really taking candy from a baby. This offense did the work there. Yeah, I think they've done a, a great job on offense. But not only that, but their defense has stood uh, tall really well too. And uh, Farragut, they've had issues running, throwing, and I think Maryville's been there. Pressure on the quarterback has been a big thing too. He, they're clogging the holes. But uh, on the offensive side, absolutely. Markell has had an awesome game. Um, Carson Jones is getting him good looks. Uh, even though Carson Jones has felt a little rushed back there a couple times, we saw him uh, kind of lose the ball a little bit. Uh, on a flick, but we just had a little bit of errors there occasionally, but we're up 21 to nothing. I haven't seen the defense give much. I don't expect them to give much uh, anymore in the second half either. You know, this has been a stingy defense all the three weeks that we, I guess two and a half weeks at this point, that we've been uh, we've been calling this 2021 campaign, but uh, tonight's a good ex- example. You know, Schumann's a nice running back. Dawson Moore's a good quarterback. Uh, but they're getting gobbled up most of the time in the backfield. But looking at the first half stats provided by Ken Main, again, up to the minute each and every week, 21 to nothing is your scoreboard. I think we've said that a lot. But if you look at the, the detail stats, rushing yards for the Rebels, 20 carries for 73 yards, passing yards 170 uh, for the Red Rebels. So a little bit of balance there, a little heavy on the pass late in the second quarter. If you look at rushing yards for Farragut, 12 carries, 5 yards, and then passing yards, 41 yards through the air. So 20 plays for 46 yards for the Admirals, 33 plays for 243 awesome. for your Red Rebels. If you look at individual stats for Maryville, Noah Vaughn, 11 carries, 64 yards, and that's probably that's a good result for the Farragut defense. If you look at D.J. Burks, he's had three carries for 18 yards, I believe all out of the Wildcat. Uh, receiving category, Markel Fortenberry, five catches, 102 yards, and two big touchdowns. D.J. Burks, one catch for 33. Noah Vaughn, one for 25. And Carson Jones, the receiver, uh, one catch for 10 yards. If you look on the other side of the category, uh, limited production there as, as the Rebel defense has kind of gobbled them up. Zai Schumann, 10 rushes, 10 yards. Dawson Moore is in the negative with some sacks and some negative yardage plays. All right, receiving-wise, Trace Corum, three catches for 20 yards. Chance Van, uh, one catch for 14 yards. And Schumann, one catch for seven yards. That's the production for the Farragut Admirals. We talk about Markel Fortenberry's two uh, touchdown catches. One was 48 yards in the left corner of this left end zone, and the other one was in the right corner of the left end zone. So they, he is uh, spread it around, and uh, he's a weapon down low. And when, when he's going up against defensive backs that uh, – Give up about six inches in height. Uh, you got to like your chances with number 19. Yeah, I can totally agree with that. And Markel's uh, big game potential, I mean, it's, it's the difference maker right now for me in this game. I mean, he's able to pull Farragut downfield. That's leaving a lot of these underneath routes for the rest of the receivers. And also, it's now opening up holes for Noah again. So, you know, the best way to get a stack box away from you, throw the ball over the field. 
Yeah, they're and they're doing that at an efficient rate right now. But Carson, uh, I don't. In 2020, we didn't have this, but we added something new this year: the red and black throwback trivia. Uh, we're going to drop that as we speak. We're going to put it on social media, on our Twitter, WGA, Rebel Radio WGAP, and also uh, on our, our Facebook, uh, Rebel Radio WGAP. Yeah. It's funny how those match. Um, but uh, the question for week number three is this. Parker McGill, two years ago, broke the single-game rushing record uh, against these Farragut Admirals. How many yards did Parker rack up against Farragut in 2019? Again, check it out on Facebook. Check it out on Twitter. And uh, the first correct answer gets a gift certificate to Windy City Grill to use at your leisure. Uh, again, no purchase necessary, and uh, but cannot use it for the purchase of alcohol. Wanted to make that <laughs> that pretty clear. But uh, again, read the question again. Parker McGill broke the single game rushing record here at Farragut in 2019. How many yards did Mr. McGill rack up against those Admirals? Yeah, it'll be, you guys can't answer. Don't answer right I was, now. I was, I was on about that to. Too earlier. He was all, yeah. Chris really? remembered that it was a ton. Uh, it's just uh, he missed it by two short yardage. But uh, Carson, uh, you're not. Uh, you cannot win. You are on staff, so you, you cannot win. It had me thinking. <laughs> and Ken says, I know, and he pulls up the stat sheet from two years ago. <laughs> but, uh, but guys, I, I think it's really cool that, uh, you, you know, it's just we're building that uh, that history here. We were here, we called that game, and Parker, just a stud for a couple years for this Rebel offense. I uh, hope he's doing well. I think he's at the University of the Cumberlands. He is, yeah, and, playing, uh, playing Lou Burstfield is there as well. And I'm excited I mean, for both of those guys. Uh, excited for everybody that's moved on to play football at the next level. But, uh, Chris, I think you've got queued up some Coach T uh, scores from around the area. I know Heritage uh, was battling Cock yeah. County earlier, 7-7 lock, and then uh, William Blunt was playing. Who were they uh, playing? William Jefferson. Blunt was playing uh, Jefferson, Jefferson County. Yeah. That's funny. You know, Cock County and Jefferson played last week. That's weird. <laughs> Who do you got? Yeah, so as of right now, William Blunt and Jefferson County are both tied 14 all at half. Let's see. If Sullivan East is up 7-6 over Granger. Science Hill and West Ridge is tied 14 all. Hey, West Ridge, I believe they're uh, they, they're just a new program. They're a Sullivan yeah. County conglomeration, but uh, they're they're a team that's got out of the gate pretty quick. They started one and zero. I think they may be two and zero, looking for their third win. Yeah. Let's see, Fulton at two and zero, and Anderson County at zero and two are tied at seven all, going into the second quarter. Gatlinburg Pittman is up 21 to 14 over Austin East. Uh, teams in our division, Bradley Central and Cleveland. Cleveland's up 14-7 to over Bradley Central. That's a 2-0 mark for both teams. Heritage and Cock County are both at 7-0 uh, seven, seven going into halftime. <laughs> Hey, that's you know that that's a that's probably a mark for Cock County to have that kind of defense, but I think uh, offensively, you know, Heritage is looking to get a win, and if they can get that done, that'll be a huge momentum shift for that team. Uh, again, want to want to speak a little bit. Uh, there was a loss in the Heritage football family. Uh, Coach Hammontree lost a family member earlier this week. Uh, you know, when when we play on the football field, we're, we're for the Rebels. But any other week of the year, we're, we're all Blunt County. Wish the best for Coach Hammontree. Uh, and, 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 again, condolences to his family. Yeah, condolences. I mean, any time a family member, I think it was his son, correct? Yes. So, I mean, you know, that's really tough on him. I know it's going to be tough for his family, and we're here for him. We're praying for him. Yeah, prayer, yeah prayers up for the Hammond Tree family, absolutely. Uh, but, but 
talk about just uh, COVID's impact to this season. You know, each week, uh, whether we talk about it on air or off, uh, we want to see what Oakland's doing this week. It looks like this week they're going to have a they're going to have a bye week that's going to equate to a win as their opponent uh, had to COVID. Uh, exit their matchup this week, so they'll have a COVID victory on their schedule. Yeah, there's 10 COVID matches that were, you know, canceled this week. Looking at some more of the games, I was trying to look at some of the other local ones. Greenback, you know, 0-2, which is very unlike them lately. But they're up 30 to zip over Sun Bryant. Sun Bryant, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clinton is up 7 to nothing over Oak Ridge. Let's see, Powell, after last week's uh, loss to Maribel, are up 19 to 7 on Carnes. 19? Yeah, they is actually. Is that like a missed extra point no, situation? It, it, they were up 17 7, and they just got a safety on a uh, bad snap. Okay. If you, uh, if you were listening to Mr. Hips give the rundown and heard a great band in the background, that's the Marching Rebel Band. As they've uh, put on a show three weeks in a row that is, uh, has caught my eye, and uh, I just want to. Congratulate those guys. They're, they're putting in the work. It's not easy uh, going through the heat and getting a field show on, and they have done a great job doing so this, this fall. Post-COVID, uh, give me that Red Rebel marching band. Yes, and let's look at another big matchup here. Greenville, Elizabethan, 7-zip Greenville. Really, really. That's a that's a Mason Gudger show right there because that's a running back. Uh, for Greenville, that's a, he's a machine. He's a guy that's going to get it done for, for that team. But Elizabethan, for them to be held out, what what's the time? Is it halftime? It is going into the second quarter. So okay, okay, I was about to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, that's quarter. a uh, defensive game yeah. right there. Because that's, that's two-time defending state champion Elizabethan right there. Yeah. So they're a, it's still they're early a proud program. Quarter. Let's see, Dobbins-Bennett is up 23 to zip over Morristown East in their matchup. Did you Carter. did you say Unicoi County uh, or not Campbell County and Lenore City? I did not. Lenore City's had a COVID outbreak and it's uh, it's cost them it's cost them the game this week as Campbell County will move to three and zero with a COVID uh, I guess forfeit by Lenore City. Got you another big matchup Got at halftime score. West is up three zip over Knoxville Hall. Really. That's those are those games that's 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 punishing right there. <laughs> Another COVID exit. Union County's had to cancel this week's game against Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge will move to two and one, as uh, I believe Union County yet to to get in the winning ways. West Green twenty-one to nothing over Claiborne. Uh, Jellico and Cosby, a battle of zero and two football teams. Jellico all over the the Eagles. 13 to 6. Morristown West over Davy Crockett. Uh, a uh, a Maryville alumni, Mr. Paul Bristol, is the uh, play-by-play guy at Morristown West. So uh, he and those Trojans are uh, on top of Davy Crockett right now at the half, 10 to 9. Uh, if you look at, uh, did you give the Dobbins minute Morristown East score? Yes. Sorry, I was getting a drink of water. Can't do two things at once. <laughs> uh, did you give Seymour volunteer? No. Volunteer up on the Seymour Eagles, the undefeated. Seymour Eagles 0-2 Volunteers 7-0 over Seymour. That is a first quarter score. No update as of late. What else? Did you give the Carter Gibbs score? Yes. I'm Let's look at down here. Let's see. Walker Valley's up 14-7 over Udawa. Udawa. Still Udawa. arguably, from an opposing uh, press box standpoint, the best uh, press box food at an opposing venue. Really? They had beef O'Brady's. You ever had it? I have not had that. You I should. Need to. You'll be glad you Sounds did. Sounds good. It's. I mean, it's beef. And, and it's the only thing Brady. against it's Brady is, you know, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but nonetheless, 
But, uh, but guys, let's uh, let's take a break. As the Marching Admiral Band is on the field doing their halftime show, there's four minutes to go in this uh, Whitlock & Company PC halftime show. When we come back, we're going to give keys to the second half, what we expect from the Rebels, and how the Admirals can claw their way back. Let's talk about it all on the flip. You're listening to the... The Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. The gloves are coming off. The gloves are coming off. And welcome back to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. We're here at Farragut High School as the Marching Admiral Band is out on the football field doing their halftime show. Chris Hibbs to my right, Carson Crouch to my far right. Uh, guys, how you doing? And, and again, this is second half action. 21 to nothing is the score in favor of our Red Rebels. But uh, what are they going to do in the second half? This is, a, this is a comfortable lead of sorts, but it's not enough to get this clock moving. What do you see in the second half? I think, I think they're going to come out firing to, to get this thing going. Well, I mean, for me, we, we've talked about it. Farragut keeps trying to pad the box. They're going to want to put seven in the box right. and force Maribel to throw it on them. So I take a couple more deep shots, like yeah. I said. we got Markel getting double teamed, maybe D.J. Burks or Carson Jones. Uh, we haven't seen Caleb Dunford yet. You know, he's been Mr. Reliable, especially on that crossing route. Hit a couple of these crossing routes, especially with these linebackers playing up so close to the line of scrimmage. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You back these guys off the line of scrimmage, and this, this game completely changes. What do you think, Carson? I think with uh, the passing game working so well in the first half and not usually what we saw last week in the first week, and with the running game, I think that kind of gives two a uh, double-edged sword here. I think coming out here in the second half is going to hurt. Uh, the Admirals, because I think now they're going to have to worry not only about Martel uh, and his deep ball and Carson Jones, but the guy in the backfield with Noah Vaughn, or Noah Vaughn, excuse me, 
And uh, I think with his running game, that's two things you're going to have to worry about, and I think it's going to be a big offensive second half. My opinion, you're going to have to be uh, afraid of what you haven't seen. You know who you haven't seen? Number 28, Gage Ledoux. I think getting him involved in this football game could explode this football game. It, it really backed that defense out and caused some real big problems for the Admirals. But as the, uh, the halftime clock hits zeros and the man's trying to get off the field, I think we're going to get some extension, and we do. Uh, so let's continue to go. I want to give some shout-outs. Uh, social media shout outs to all the followers and and great uh fans and and what have you on our social medias rebel radio wgap thanks for always the good follows the likes the retweets we appreciate all of that you do to kind of spread the word we try to get it out about the red rebels but our game day sponsors twin city certified in marable your game of the week sponsor stevenson tire windy city grill bob ramsey state representative district 20 reo cheese wagon Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air. Guys, we've uh, we, we've kind of talked the last couple of weeks. You had Noah Vaughn, week one, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Last week was the offensive line for the Red Rebels. This week, who's got their name in a hat uh, for this week's player of the game? Well, I mean, for me right now, it's got to be Markel Fortenberry. I mean, he's did everything asked of him. He's out there making incredible blocks. Making, I mean, we've seen two incredible catches by him for touchdowns. Also, the defense, you can't uh, stray from this defense. It's been incredible. Uh, Maniker out there definitely uh, put his name in a hat with some big hits. I think Keyshawn Harper stepping into this starting lineup and really getting upfield and, and – and pressuring Dawson Moore a lot uh, to get him to to, to really kind of have to expand and, and, and plays break down, and, and he is not uh, who we saw a week ago. What do you think, Carson? Yeah, you can't do much uh, on the offensive side of the ball if you're getting rushed and pressured the whole entire game, and that's exactly what the Maryville Rebels are doing. I don't expect it to fall short in the second half, but also don't expect Maryville's offense to go uh, short either. So I think this Maryville team is going to come out here and uh, I think ride the way for the rest of the game, and uh, hopefully they will be victorious. I think they will be. Carson, uh, continue to do your great work with the pictures and social media, uh, but we'll bring you back on the on right. post-game show. But, again, that's Carson Crouch as uh, he has stepped in and stepped out now of the, the press box here. But uh, as the Rebels finish up what has uh, been their warm-ups, let's take one last quick break. When we come back, second half action as you're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Welcome back to Farragut High School, where your Red Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 21-0. Second half action about to get underway. The clock is reset to 12 minutes. It looks like they're uh, Farragut still practicing field goals. Yeah, uh, the rest of the team just now came over here. The two kickers and the punter are still on the field for Farragut, while Maribel's all on their sideline late. 
I'm, uh, I'm looking to try to see if we've got a red and black throwback trivia winner yet. Looks like it's still out there. So if you want to win the uh, Windy City Grill gift card, uh, give us an answer. How many yards did Parker McGill rack up in 2019 as he broke the single game rushing record here from Maryville High School? Did it two years ago? We were watching from this box. Yeah, that was an incredible feat. You know, I think that was uh, T. Hodges' second game out. And, of course, nobody really knew what Parker was going to bring as the uh, workhorse war by himself. Uh, so he came out and had a big game. I'm not going to say how many yards, but it was a big, big game. Yeah, I was like, he's, he's about to give it away right here. But as uh, as the Rebels are out in receiving duties, uh, it's going to be the first time they, they receive a kickoff uh, for, for tonight as, as the Admirals have yet to get on the scoreboard. But the, this is going to be a Carrico construction kickoff. and uh, looks like deep for the Rebels. Looks like it's going to be D.J. Burks. Noah. Noah Vaughn. And is that Gage Ledoux? Yeah, it looks like Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux. So Markel not deep. Normally where he would stand. It's going to be a nice kick away. It's going to go deep and into the end zone. That's going to be a touchback. And the Rebels will start this second half from the 20-yard line, going left to right here at Farragut High School. That's actually a big leg for him. That was about halfway back to the end zone on that kickoff. Coach Hunt talked about how he this was going to be a, an advantage for, for Farragut, that they were going to have special teams, uh, a kicker that's going to pin you back. And uh, there's an opportunity that no return there on, on the kickoff. First down and 10 to go, uh, 12 minutes to go. No time off the clock on the on the touchback. Carson Jones out on the playing field. As as the sun is set, the LED lights are on here at Farragut, and they are uh, bright. <laughs> Incredibly bright. Carson Jones going to have uh, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Moves Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. He's going to take the snap, pitch to Noah. He's going to go around right in, get across the 25, oh, across the 30, off. across the 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Rebels. That was number uh, 23 right there. He's still yelling at the ref. He thinks that little <laughs> nudge he gave him. Was going to knock uh, Noah out of bounds, but Noah has too much balance. Noah's vision. He there was defenders that probably other running backs would have kind of kind of did a little juke move. Noah said, "Listen, if he's even, I'm leaving." And he got past him and just mowed on down to the end zone. Ripping play. That's one play, 80 yards. Basically, 15 <laughs> seconds off the off the clock. Cor Corbin Price to add the extra point, and as he kicks it true, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels now lead 28 to nothing. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Showed them what they waited for as he ran 80 yards to pay dirt and touchdown Rebels 28 to nothing. Your new score, and uh, and that is an El Himidor touchdown. Locked yeah. it up. 
What do we say? There's fast and then there's Noah fast. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's smoke. But uh, as Charles Trenum is looking to kick it away, the ball will be set at their own 40, and the kick is away. End over end kicks going to go way long, way long into the back of the end zone, the back of the word Admiral, and it's going to be a touchback. Admirals will set up shop at the 20 yard line. That's almost over on the track but behind the goal. If post. you gave him the bounce, yeah, it, it could probably start <laughs> in the four by 100. Or the hammer throw back there. <laughs> Either way. As Moore's going to come back out in quarterback for the Admirals. Number six, Dawson Moore, the senior, 5'11", 185, a worker. He's had a, he's had a tough row uh, here today. He's going to take the shotgun snap, flat-footed, throw it out in the flat to number 15. He's going to invade the defender immediately, but then he's going to be dropped after a pickup of about seven there on first down. He's going to bring up second down, three to go. Yeah, that was Cannon Johnson out there on the play. I mean, he just let him make the uh, catch right there in front of him and held him to no yards after the catch. Trace Corum was the receiver there. He's been uh, he's been the go-to guy. He and number 12 Chance Van uh, have been the two go-to guys. Uh, he they're really a four-headed monster with Moore, Corum, uh, Van, and the running back Schumann. Moore's going to hit out in the flat. Going to get a new guy in there, number five, and he's going to get past the line to gain, and he's going to get up to the 38-yard line, and that's going to be a first down, Admirals. Yeah, that's a good try to get back there from Carter Cox. I think he just missed the tackle. Luckily, uh, I think that was Harper that came out from his linebacker position to make the sack. Land the Landis Davia, the wide receiver, DB, 5'11", 175-pound sophomore. Uh, he, he looked good in open field. Dawson Moore gets the shotgun snap, nearly loses it, gives it ahead to Schumann. He's going to go straight ahead forward, cross the 40-yard line, up to the 43. That's going to be a pick up of five there on first down. It's going to bring up second and five. Yeah, Zach Braden there on the tackle, and he held his position and made sure he didn't get no um, extra yardage after your contact. This is going to be a big series for the Admirals to see the adjustments they made to this stifling Rebel defense. Dawson Moore, shotgun's going to move Schumann out in the flat. He looks to him, doesn't throw, calls his own number, goes ahead forward, not fooled is number, I believe, 95. Frankie Diaz. It's going to be Frankie Diaz. That goes down as a sack because I think it was a two-yard loss. It's going to be now third and six, under 10 to go here in the third quarter. Your Rebels still lead 28 to zero. Dawson Moore is going to have trips to the right, one to the left, and Schumann to his right hip pocket. He's going to move number one. It's going to be Ben Reed across the formation, changing the play. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Give the handoff to Schumann. He goes straight ahead and pushing and grinding up near midfield. That's going to be enough for a first down. That's a big play for the Admirals. Yeah, Zach Braden almost had him in a hole. I think he just slight cut over to the right, got the extra two or three yards by diving for it. Well, and he he, he just put his nose down and had that body lean from the line of scrimmage. That was, that was a nice run by Schumann, a guy who's been hemmed up most of the night. 
Austin Moore stays in the shotgun. He's going to do a little, little pitch play. He's going to get it wide to Schumann, and who is not fooled? Number 27. Mr. That's going to be Mr. Keyshawn Harper. Yeah, that was a great play. He read that the entire way, made sure the pitch happened, and he came out here and hit the running back short as he called it. Keyshawn Harper, a six foot, 215 pound senior, a guy that looks like he's playing healthy right now. I'm glad he's back in the starting lineup. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a bad man. Mr. Dawson Moore is going to have trips to the right. He's going to take a little three-step drop. His number 55 there, Mike Bethea, a little shovel pass to Schumann. And Schumann is off to the races. He's going to get across the 30, across the 20, across the 15, and he is going to be dragged down from behind. A play that almost never happened. Give credit to Dawson Moore for the shovel pass, but that's a big gainer for Farragut. Yeah, no. Big play there by D.J. Burks. I think he missed originally and actually chased down the play to make the tackle at the, what is it, 10-yard line. So that was a 40-yard pickup. That nearly doubles their total offense at this point. We will see. Looks like they've got a replay on their Jumbotron. Haven't used that tonight. As Dawson Moore is going to fake the handoff, look to deliver in the oh. flat. It is deflected and nearly intercepted, but it falls to the turf. It'll be second down and 10 and second and goal, it's at the 10-yard line. I couldn't tell if that was Bethea or Manneker that got their hands up, but it popped straight up in the air, and the linebacker core, I thought was about to make a play on it. You talk about a, a little rumble in your tummy when you see a ball go straight up with a Rebel defense out there. Dawson's going to stay in that traditional shotgun. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, second and goal. He's going to take the snap, delivering the flat to five. Five's going to get across the 10, a little cutback, and he gets into the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown, Farragut. Yeah, that was a great catch, and uh, unfortunately a bad angle by the, by the secondary, and he just walked right in the end zone. Landis Davia, he's going to be the new add to this offensive attack for the Farragut Admirals in the second half. The 5'11", 175-pound sophomore just took the lid off of what had been a court defense. Yeah, and I think that's the first time we've heard the Farragut uh, cannon tonight. Yeah, and and uh, if uh, if I would be, if I am understanding enough, it is going to be a frustrating time the next time the defense comes out there. The extra point is no good, but the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. The Rebels still lead 28-6 to as the visiting Farragut Admirals show signs of life. We'll be back. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. As Farragut kicks it off and kicks it away, the Rebels with the return, a returnable kick, and Mr. Ledoux uh, rips it up near the 40-yard line, and that gives great field, possession, field position uh, for this Rebel offense to set up shop after uh, Farragut finally uh, gets on the board. Yeah, I thought that ball was going to go in the end zone. He jumped up and grabbed it. He's like, I'm getting my hands on the ball tonight, and he made the best out of it. Two great cuts, got it up to the 40-yard line. He wanted something out of that one. 
just a little just a little news and notes. If you haven't thought about the uh, red and black throwback trivia, check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, the uh, Windy City Grill gift card is available uh, for for victory uh, here tonight. Ten, it will be a, uh, a no purchase necessary gift card at Windy City. Carson Jones takes the shotgun snap, hands it to Mr. Noah Vaughn, and he is going to push ahead forward and pick up five on first down. That's going to bring up second down, five to go. Uh, that was a uh, full head of steam for the junior. Yeah, that was uh, number three, John Duncan, the corner on the side. He got low, but not low enough for Noah to run him over. Yeah, Noah just, uh, he, uh, he brings the contact with uh, his, his ball handling ability. Uh, 7.41 to go here in the third quarter. Rebels lead 28-6. We're here at Farragut High School. Carson Jones looks to the sideline, going to make a change to the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to have trips to the left, one receiver to the right. Mr. Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Takes the snap, fakes to Noah, delivers in the flat, looks like to Jackson Phillips. He runs clear out of his shoes, but not before he gets a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. And that shoe was not going to keep that man from getting the first down right there. I like that they're spreading the football around Jackson Phillips, a senior, a guy who puts in work for the Rebels each and every week. Let's see what we've got as they're in a in a in a huddle for one of the few times you'll see it here tonight. It's yeah. like Caleb Dunford going to be up high. Going to have, I think that's Carson Jones, Markel Fortenberry, and Noah Vaughn out there in the flat. Noah Vaughn's going to rip it across the formation. He's going to give the handoff to Mr. Ledoux. Ledoux with the football gets across the 45. Wants more. He gets up down near the 42-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of seven there on first down. If I'm the defensive coordinator for Farragut, I'm trying to tell them guys, do not try to tackle him up high. That was three or four broken tackles right there. But if you're the Maribel defensive coordinator, you're going, do it. Go up high. Well, See I'd what happens. The, I'd say the Maribel defense has probably seen that plenty in uh, practice. <laughs> they have seen it a lot. I would say you're right. But Carson's going to have a, a little balanced attack, two receivers left, two to the right. Going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield. Going to use Noah's speed against them. They're going to fake the handoff to Mr. Ledoux, roll the pocket right, deliver in the flat, try to get upfield with Jackson Phillips, and they're going to give him forward progress to the 40, but that's going to bring up third down, one yard to go. Pick up of two there on uh, on second down. Yeah, that was just a great play there by John Duncan over here on the, on the right side toward us. I mean, he read the play perfectly, stayed at home. We were trying to catch him off guard with that crossing route. Looks like number 12, Carson Jones, is going to check out. Number 24, Julius Toto, will check out. And looks like uh, we're coming in. I don't want to say Rhino yet. It looks like we're coming in hot. Markell's going to run off the field there. They're going to be in a bunch formation. Let's see. Who's going to take the timeout? Maribel takes the timeout to regroup. Uh, let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389 7412. 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze When these people talk too much, put it in slow motion, yeah I feel like an astronaut in the ocean And welcome back to Farragut High School Where your Red Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 28-6 to 5.25 to go here in the third quarter Coming out of a Rebel timeout It is a big third down here as they look to add to their lead Third down, one yard to go Ball sits at the Farragut 40-yard line Need to get to the 39. Bunch package. Carson Jones under center. He's going to give the football to Gage Ledoux. He goes off right guard, and he is going to push the pile down to the 38. That's going to be enough for Dwight Price, Realty Executives. First down. That's Noah Vaughn, actually. Yeah, Ledoux. Sorry, they had both back there. Ledoux was a lead blocker, and she took one of the uh, defensive ends over here back at least five yards, giving Noah, you know, just the perfect edge to get that first down. Let's see. There's a little stoppage in play. It's going to be a first down. First down 10. That's Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down as we near the five-minute mark here in the third quarter. Looking to the sideline, Carson's seeing if he needs to make a change. Going to have two receivers to the right, two to the left. Looks like Jackson and Markell to the right. And looks like up high. I think it's Dunford and Toto. They're going to get it to Markell at the 40. He's going to cross the 35 quickly and get down to the 33. That's going to be a pickup of five there on first down. Yeah, that was just great quick passes. I mean, it's just like another run play, just expanding this defense, forcing the run side to side, tiring them out a little bit quicker. We are getting responses on, on the red and black throwback trivia. So, again, get in there if you – if you love Windy City and want the opportunity to get some uh, get some free food, everybody likes free food. So it's second down, five minutes to five yards to go, 4-11 to go here in the third. Right, Carson's going to move Jackson Phillips across the formation right to left. He's going to take the snap, get it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to cut back in the middle of the field, get across the 30-yard line and roll ahead forward down to the 26-yard line, 27-yard line, but not before he gets another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You know what I call that? The okey-doke. He had at least six or seven defenders going all over the place, and he made sure he got past the line of scrimmage before he fell down. Like, I can't do a Chris Berman, but that would be a play that Chris Berman would light up. Oh, the whoop. Whoops. Yep. Whoops. Carson Jones, he's going to stay in that traditional shotgun. Two receivers to the left. Markell alone. To the right, he's going to take a little one-step drop and uncork it in the flat. Receiver looks and in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. That was in the end zone. I'm trying to see who that was. Carson Jones. That was Jones to Jones. Falls incomplete. Nice ball. Uh, just uh, I think maybe defender got his hand in yeah. the way, kind of broke up that vision. Well, I think his, it hit him in the back, of the, the defender in the back. He was trying to get back to the ball. You know, it's one of those 50-50 balls. I love the shot right there, you know. On first down, yeah, get that, get that opportunity out there, back that defense up a little bit. Again, first down, they're trying to get into the common sense pass control red zone, or even better, an El Himidor touchdown. He's going to take the snap, look to get it to Noah in the flat, gets it at the 30. He gets across the 25 quick, 20, 15, 10, and he's drugged down shoestring tackle as he rips into the common sense pest control red zone down to the seven-yard line. Seven-yard line, great pickup for the junior, 20-yard pickup. That was Elijah Harmon right there. He was just holding on for dear life, and unfortunately Noah just fell short of the – end zone. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see the two with the football in his hand one more time. 
Going to have Julius Toto, Carson Jones down here to the right. Markell up top. Don't be surprised if we don't see uh, uh, another another jump ball situation. Carson's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Noah. Noah goes straight ahead forward. Will, does he get in? Does he get in? I think he leaned forward, but he is turned back at the goal line, according to the call currently. That's probably another one of wow. half-inch line ones. That is one of those situations. Uh, well, I think you or I could call this play, Mr. Chris. Yeah, and that was just Fontenay. He, he wanted to give him more uh, tackle. You know, he only had like 12 for the game. One more time. Because they're going to move, it looks like they're going to move a little more beef in there uh, try to get some pieces moved around. But uh, actually, I may be wrong. I, I, think, I think Noah's checking out of the game. Yeah, so I think we'll, Ledoux just checked in. We will see how this uh, how the second down goal to go opportunity goes as we're under two to go here in the third. Looks like they're going to hand it. I think they had actually, was that Jackson Phillips in the backfield? Looks like they're going to hold them one more time. Going to be no gain on the play. Third down, goal to go. Yeah, that was Jackson, Jackson on the run. Phillips on the run, 35. I'm hearing the word hippo or rhino. I saw a little symbol, so. We're going to have something that you can see at the Knoxville Zoo coming up in just a second. <laughs> they, they brought all the big bodies, so you got Noah and you got Ledoux back there again. Bunch package. Who do they give it to? Carson. He hands it off, and Farragut reads it perfect and gets in the backfield and drops him for a loss. Back to the four-yard line. It's going to bring up fourth and goal. Yeah, that was uh, number 43, it looked like Elijah Harmon, another big hit. I mean, he hit right when Noah did great just to hold on to the ball right there, getting hit so quick. Yeah, I, I, the offense stays out on the field here on fourth and goal at the four-yard line as we're under a minute to go here in the third. Possibly, possibly the last play here of the third quarter, maybe one more to go um, to the sideline. Looks like we're probably just going to let it run down and use our timeout. Under 40 to go. They're looking to the sideline. I think you're right. I think we're going to see a timeout here. This is a big moment. As Carson's going to run to the sideline. As the Rebels take a timeout, let's take one with them. You're listening. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back in a minute. You don't want to miss this. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. As we're back at Farragut High School for what may be the last play of the third quarter, the offense for the Red Rebels come back out on the field. Fourth down, goal to go. And the Rebels want to score. Yes. Congratulations to Red Rebels as they are the victor 
of the uh, Windy City Grill gift card. 226 yards was what Mr. Parker McGill put on the on the board here against the Farragut Admirals. They're going to get Carson Jones going to keep it, call his own number. He jumps into the end zone. Does he do it? He does. He scores. Touchdown, Rebels. Like Superman, he might want to do the little. Uh, Just pop the yeah, jersey, pop the jersey open. open right there I mean, after that Superman dive. Chris, you are a Panthers fan. That just, I mean, you <laughs> know he got very, cut last week. That was very Cam Newton-esque. That was very I mean, Newton-esque. I noticed the uh, little cornerback did not want to hit him up high. Well, I love the fake the, the fake handoff, and then he rolled the pocket to the right. He looked ahead, saw a lot of green, said, listen, it's going to be you or me. And I, I like my chances with C5 with the football. Yeah, and I think he was looking for Jackson Phillip originally and just saw they covered it well, and he had it wide open. As Corbin Price kicks one true, it is up and good, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels now lead the Farragut Admirals 35-6 here in West Knoxville. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. And welcome back to Farragut High School. A 13-play, 60-yard, 7 minutes, 54-second time of possession drop ended with a Carson Jones quarterback keeper for a touchdown on fourth and goal. Uh, Charles Trenum kicks one through the end zone. That's going to be a touchback, and there will be at least one more play here in the third quarter as Farragut sets up shop. First down and 10 to go on the 20-yard line. Yeah, that was a great answer there by Maryland. You know, you just gave up your first touchdown drive, and I think they got more yards on that last drive, you know, than they did the entire first half. And it was great to come back and answer them. You know, you ran off at what was close to eight minutes of time of possession. Basically ran out the entire third quarter. So now we're going to, what, the fourth quarter? Yeah, yeah, we're about to about to get to the uh, the witching hour as Dawson Moore is going to get the quarterback keeper, fakes the handoff. He's going to get around left end. He's going to get ahead forward to the 26-yard line. Quarterback keeper picks up six, and this clock will continue to move. Under 10 seconds to go. Do they get off another play here in the third? Looks like they're not interested in doing that. It's going to be four, three, two, one. And as the clock hits zeros, they won't get it off. Three quarters have come to an end. Let's head to the fourth with your Rebels leading the Farragut Admirals 35-6. to six. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888 888- Sold, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. You can't stop. Uh, can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? 
that bitty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that. And take welcome that. back to Farragut High School. Bill Claybo Field has seen a good representation of the Red Rebel football team. 35 points on the board, held the Farragut Admirals to six through three quarters of play. Total offense, 47 plays, 383 for the Maryville Rebels. 30 plays, 132 for Farragut. That's a uh, pretty vast improvement from the first half. Good third quarter, just not good enough. They add six points to the board, but the Rebels add as well. Go get it! Go get it! Good. This looks like the, the second down play there is uh, is going to go for no gains. That's going to be uh, that's going to be third down, four yards to go. Incomplete pass was the call. Yeah, I was about to say something. <laughs> I was screaming. Go get it! Yeah. <laughs> we are in the firing line up here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was great defensive play by. Uh, it looks like Kenny Johnson out there. He just hit the, the receiver, made him drop the ball immediately. Yeah. Equal opportunity there as, as Cannon Johnson is getting after it. Going to play a, a pretty base defense. Going to get after Dawson Moore. And he's going to try to push the issue. Gets it out in the flat. And his receiver with the uh, the nice reception. Going to get beyond the line to gain up to the 31-yard line. That's going to be a first and 10. Very good. Yeah, and that was Maribel tried to rally just in time to get him. But I think he bulldozed right over the top of the cornerback on this side just to get the first down. Just enough. And luckily, like I said, uh, was it Carter Cox and Zach Brady was up there to make the tackle. Going to bring up first and 10, Farragut. They're going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. They're going to move Schumann out in the flat. He's going to look Schumann's way and then call his own number. Dawson Moore heads straight ahead, gets across the 35, up to the 36. And he's going to be dropped by a host of Red Rebels. And that was Keyshawn Harper that stayed in the play and made a tackle. But unfortunately, it looks like Keyshawn's still down on the ground at the moment. Keyshawn is very much uh, in pain right now. Do not like to see. Uh, the Rebel down, He's uh, he is face down. Let's, um, I think with the injury and the and the, the trainers out there, let's take a break. Uh, wish the best for Mr. Harper, and let's, uh, let's come back after a short break. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chai Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Back to Farragut High School. Missed action there as the Keyshawn Harper gets up on his own power, gets to the Maribel sideline. Uh, Farragut on the next play, a little short pickup, but enough for a first down. Uh, next play, going to be first and 10. It's going to get out in the flat to number 15, Trace Corum. And he is going to pick up about 
three yards there on first down. Going to bring up second and seven. Yeah, that was a big hit there by number 44, Peyton Cooper, on the play. Looks like number 15 uh, was at Corum limping a little bit after that hit. He's walking gingerly. I'll put it that way. Uh, still a lot of a lot of big time plays to be made by the Rebel defense. A lot of big players still in there. They're going to get up on the line of scrimmage quick. Dawson Moore takes the shotgun snap. Wants to give it to to Showman. And he's going to go ahead forward, pick up about three, but then be met by a monster group, a wall of Rebels, if you will. Yeah, that was Mr. Bethea that hit him in the hole. And I think also maybe uh, Frankie Diaz right there to clean it up. 9.52 to go here in the fourth quarter of play. Farragut setting up shop at midfield. Big third down. If they're looking to add to their uh, their total here, 35 to 6 the score, and uh, they're trying to get in double figures. Third down, four to go. A long four if you're looking at that Rebel defense. Dawson Moore trips to the right, one receiver to the left. Showman in the flat. Thought he moved before the ball was snapped, but no call. Oh, nice and he's going to get near the 50-yard line. They're going to call him down at the 50, and that is not enough. Pick up of one, and it'll force a fourth down. Yeah, that was a great tackle by Pink who came up and hit him right at the hole, flipped him over. Offense going to stay on the football field. I don't think the punter is going to work anymore here tonight. Let's see what they draw up here. Looks like they're going to try to stretch it wide. Dawson's going to have two receivers to the left, one up top, single coverage to the right. They're going to move number five across the formation, fake the handoff, and get it to number one. That's Ben Reed, and he's going to get across the 45, down to the 42, and that's enough for a Farragut Admiral first down. Yeah, and that's one of those tough plays for the uh, corner down on the side because he was actually getting picked by a different receiver. Wasn't able to get out there to make the tackle in time to prevent the first down. I really thought Schumann moved before the ball was snapped, but no call. They're going to move him out in the flat one more time. He's going to take a little three-step drop and deliver it to Schumann, and he is going to be stopped and dropped after a short game. Pickup of one. It's going to bring up second nine. Admirals, they go left to right here at Bill Claybo. And, uh, and they, they're running out of time. Eight and a half minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was just a great play again by Peyton Cooper and Zach Braden out there. It's, you know, kept the uh, reception to minimum. We're going to have trips to the right. One receiver to the left. Schumann's going to be in the left hip pocket. Looks like Dawson Moore looks to the sideline, checks the play, makes an adjustment, steps back in the traditional shotgun. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Here come the blitz, and he is going to be stopped and dropped, but he does pick up a couple yards on the play. Pick up a three. He's going to bring up third and six. Yeah, that was actually a nice stop there by number uh, 71, Maddox Scott. Came in there and hit him, make sure he didn't. I think he spun off a little bit, maybe roll for an extra yard, but I mean, minimum game. If you hear the if you hear the drums, that's the, the drum corps for Farragut High School right here in front of the press box. Dawson Moore is going to take a little three-step drop, wants to throw, rolls the pocket to the right. He is being chased, and he's just going to have to get rid of it in and out of the hands of an intended receiver. Not sure that's the way the play was drawn up. It looks like that Wyatt Drummy, a 5'960 pound sophomore running back. Yeah, that's a good opportunity to try to make a catch, but it just right off his fingertips. I think. Uh, He's just so worried about the hit that was about well, to happen. That, and it was an awkward angle. I mean, it was very much Dawson in the in, in motion, and it was going to be a hard angle. Yeah, and I think Dawson was running from his life right there <laughs> from the backside pursuit of Manneker. 
Fourth and six upcoming. Can Lightning strike twice? Can they convert on fourth down? Seven and a half to go. Dawson Moore takes the snap. Three-step drop, wants to throw it. Going to have to take off run. No, he delivers it oh. in the flat. They finds number five, Landis Davia. Davia is fighting and clawing, and he's going to push into the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown, Admirals. Talk about something out of nothing. Admirals just pulled one out of the hat. Yeah, I don't know what happened on that, but he was running wide open back there. Like, I don't know if the corner slipped or what. CJ tried to make the tackle, but unfortunately, he just slid himself. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you, Landis Davia, every time he's taken on contact, he, he rolls his body. There is no just straight down with him. Looks like they're going to leave the offense out there. Going to go for two here as they've, they've gotten into double digits. 35 to 12 is what the Bliss Air scoreboard reads at the moment. They are going to go for two trips to the right, one to, to the left. He's going to hand it off to Schumann. He's going to push the pile ahead. Does he get there? They say yes. It's going to be two-point conversion. Good. And the new score reads, the Red Rebels 35, the Farragut Admirals 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. And welcome back to Farragut High School as the Admirals have added to their score, but the deficit still sits. Maribel 35, the Admirals 14. 7-18 to go here in the fourth quarter. Kickoff uh, went out, out of the back of the end zone, so it'll set up shop Red Rebels. First and 10 to go at the 20-yard line, going right to left here at Farragut High School. Carson Jones will stay in there. Trips to the right. Markel Fortenberry to the left. Looks like Gage Ledoux in the backfield with Mr. Jones. He's going to take the snap, get it in the flat quickly, and he is going to get upfield, get across the 25 to the 30, and pushed out of bounds at the 33. That's Jackson Phillips with the reception. That's a uh, nice play by the senior to just catch and get upfield. And he's just such a reliable tight end. He just sure-handed, grass ball, and always goes upfield. Yeah. He Well, the thing is, is he, he's confident in his power. That's a kid that I, I don't want to meet head on. <laughs> not that many uh, secondary members do. Yeah, and they, they try not to. That's why they pushed him out of bounds. But uh, Carson's going to keep Mr. Ledoux in the backfield. Going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right now. Looks like it's going to be Jackson Phillips and uh, Markell up top and Julius Toto and I think Carson Jones down here to the bottom. They're going to fake it, get it to Markell. He's going to get it across the 37, up near to 39, pushed out of bounds. 
That's going to be a nice pickup there. It's going to bring up second down and about four yards to go. And I mean, this is just smart play by the Maryland coaching staff. They're noticing how much of a cushion Markel and these receivers are getting. I mean, the one on this side, we're looking at about a 10-yard separation between, was that Dunford in the corner? I, as soon as I say that, the cornerback on the far <laughs> side moves up five yards on top of Markel. Catches it up. Well, here's the thing. They're also wanting to burn some of this clock. I know they're stepping out of bounds, but I think this is a this is going to be a long, drawn-out deal. Gage Ledoux with the football. Gets across the 45, across the 50, across the 45, down to the Farragut 41-yard line. Nice pickup by Gage Ledoux, and that's going to bring up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yeah, I, I just love the way that young man runs. I mean, he's just downhill. He's not going to shy away from contact. That's it. That's it. He just learned that lesson. Well, and, and he, again, north and south runner, not a lot of flash and dash. It's just get upfield. I like what he does. It's going to be first and 10, under seven to play, 637 to be exact. Rebels with the football and in Farragut territory. Carson looks, kind of makes an adjustment at the line of scrimmage. Going to have Gage to his right hip pocket. Trips to the left. They move Jackson Phillips across the formation. Going to fake the handoff to Ledoux, roll the pocket to the right, evades the defender, and just looks to oh, float it. Does Jackson Phillips get it one-handed, and he's going to push ahead forward beyond the line to gain, down to the 30-yard line, and that's a first and 10 Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. And that play looked broken. I thought Carson was just trying to get rid of it, and Jackson just jumps up, <laughs> tips it to himself, and makes something out of nothing on that play. He got hops. Yes. Gets up. First and 10 Rebels, 5.57 to go here in the fourth quarter. Grinding this one down. And I like that, you know, they're not just slowing down. The tempo's there. It's, you know, I want to keep seeing this offense out there. Yeah. Methodical. I like the Carson's going to stay out there. I'm going to move Jackson right to left across the formation. Takes the shotgun snap. Gives it to Gage. He's going to go straight ahead forward. Across the 25. Across the 20. Grinding down. To the 16-yard line, he made multiple Farragut Admirals pay for that, that one. first defender literally got shrugged off. The second one got a bad <laughs> stiff arm. The third one just held on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, that guy went, I don't know if I want to do this. 35-14 to is the score. And Gage Ledoux just, uh, that's an exclamation point right there. 5-15 and counting. And uh, the Rebels look to the sideline. Again, not, not necessarily slowing down, but uh, methodical movement here as they're looking to, to really salt away this clock. They're going to move across the formation. Toto's going to get the football, and, and nice play by the, the Admiral defense. They snuffed that one out. Julius Toto in the flat, and the Admirals get upfield on him. That's going to be a loss of about four on the play. That's going to bring up second, Sam 14. Sam Moses. I think he read that the entire way. He was out there. Uh, luckily, Toto held on. I mean, that was kind of a backward pass, in my opinion. Yeah, had to had to make the catch. You're, you're right on that one. Gage Ledoux going to stay in the backfield. Uh, looks like maybe Mr. Noah has, uh, has seen his last snaps of this one. Looks like Dunford in there. Got a little different receiving core in there. Carson's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Gage. Gage is going to get around right in and a little shoestring tackle. And he is going to be dropped for no game. No game. Third and 14 upcoming as we near the four-minute mark here in the football game. Now that's just a great play by Corey Walker. He hit him right at the line of scrimmage, held on, knocked him down. 
This Admiral's defense is playing tough right now. I notice they uh, trap it back in the zone to try to make sure no pass plays over the top. Looks like Dunford's looking, seeing my turn. Is it my turn? Carson Jones up top. Carson Jones, the quarterback, will have Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Admiral's looking to bring a little pressure here, maybe. Kicking Gage Ledoux out in the flat. Carson looks to deliver, gets it across the middle. Jackson Phillips inside the five, and that is going to be a first and goal. Red Rebels loses that shoe again. That must, that must be the lucky shoe. Got to keep it a little loose. That I way, think, you know, you can get. I think you're right, but he gets really, really deep in the common sense pass control red zone and was eyeing that end zone for an El Himidor touchdown. And I thought it was great on that play that uh, Ledoux was the deke on the far side. He was jumping up and down with waving his hands. Both linebackers through the hair getting noticed this, took off that way, leaving the middle of the field wide open for Justin Pierce. Jackson just really sure-handed right there. Carson's going to take the snap, get it to Gage Ledoux, straight ahead forward, and the sophomore's in for the Rebel touchdown. Touchdown, Rebels! That was a little too easy. He jumped out again, and that wide open up the middle. With 2.55 to go in the football game, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels move to 41 with the Admirals at 14. Corbin Price looks to add yet another PAT. Let's see what happens. That was a nice, nice scoring play. That's eight plays, 80 yards, seven minutes, 18 seconds. Sorry, 4.23. As Corbin Price, a high kick, but a good one nonetheless. The Bliss Air scoreboard now moves to 42 to 14 in favor of your Red Rebels. Let's listen to a quick break, and we'll be back. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 1059 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. as we're under three to play here as the Rebels have put on a show and it's now 42 to 14 in favor of the Red Rebels. As Charles Trenum kicks one away, this will be returnable at the one yard line and here come the Admirals. Looks like number 15 for the Admirals will bring it out and he is gonna keep going as he's across the 30 yard line, across the 35 and he will come to rest with help from a bunch of Rebels at the 37 yard line. Yeah, he got a great return over there on the far side. It just unfortunately there was so much stacked up in front of him. Well, I'll tell you, this this Admiral team, and I'm not taking anything away from anything, but they've got some athletes. They've got a nice quarterback. They've got a nice, uh, they've got a nice couple receivers. Trace Corum, he's been Mr. Everything for them. That number one, Ben Reed, he's a nice player. Number five, Landis Davia, he's a nice player. Uh, it's just it's just some of that inner workings, that, that execution, just not there for this team. And and the Rebels have played a really good football game. Yeah, and Maribel's making a wholesale change right now, getting some uh, younger guys in. You, I see Jack Carter, I see Maddox Stott, 
I think I see number 85, Kias Watt. Got Hutton. We got number 17, Hutton Jones. As uh, looks like, looks like Dawson Morris said calls his own number on first down. He's going to pick up uh, five yards on the first down play. He's going to bring up second and five. 2.22 to go here in this football game. Dawson Moore, a little three-step drop, wants to throw it. Cox at once, now releases, and he's going to get ahead forward, cross the line to gain near midfield. It's going to be a first and 10 to go for the Admirals. Yeah, that was Mr. Elijah Cratch there on the uh, crossing route tackle. Also see Mr. Hunnell Ogle out there and the new safeties out there. Dawson Moore looking to run a little tempo. Boom. He's going to get in there, and who is there to meet him? Number 52, Jack Carter makes his presence felt sacked. That was a big hit, too. I'm, I'm surprised the quarterback <laughs> held on to the ball. Well, I think he was, Jack was a little shocked that he got to him that fast because he almost nearly ran through him. Yes, that was a big, big shot. I love that for those young guys to be able to get that in. Second and 17. As Dawson Moore wants to throw it again, he's going to get it underneath to the 50-yard line, and that's Davia, and he is going to be dropped near the original line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of one there from there. It's going to be third and nine, minute 23 to go here in this matchup. Again, Farragut wants to, to make this respectable, get, get, on the foot, get on the board one more time. That was uh, Hunter Ugle on the big tackle there. Dawson Moore trying to drop back, wanting to throw it every time. He is hit. Ball is out. And then it was one of those deals. You want the scoop and score, but then the possession is probably just as sweet. Looks like number 45 for Maryville High School falls on it. That's going to be Elijah Pratch, the linebacker. They caught it incomplete? No. Okay. One said incomplete, and the other one said it was. Looks like they're going to call it the fumble as, as here come the Rebel offense. That has been that has been a tale of the tape tonight as well. The officials aren't agreeing on the call. You've had touchdown, not touchdown. You've had interception, not interception. That's big number 56, Brandon Husky, with a big blindside hit to free the ball up. And, and way to go, Elijah Pratch, by jumping on that six foot, 185 pound junior, getting his opportunity. Let's see how we shake this out. Is this uh, is this kill it with a minute four seconds to go? Did we just drain this out? Looks like Zeke McCoy is going to hand it off. And he's going to go around left end. No gain, maybe a minus one. Tez Dozier on the run right there. Tez Dozier with the carry. Zeke McCoy will be your quarterback for this this final minute. 47 ticks, going to get it to Tej one more time. And he is met in the hole and dropped. And this first team uh, Admiral defense is not going to just let you run the ball, and they're going to keep playing all the way to the final whistle. Looks like Zeke McCoy is going to check out, and you're going to get Charlie Schwager in there. Get him a snap against the Admirals. You know, Schwager's got the uh, stronger of the arms, from what they say, for the younger guys. Let's see how they look to rip it. Schwager's going to stand at his own 40-yard line, going right to left. It's going to be a handoff. No, no, he's going to roll the pocket to the right and then flip it out in the flat. Is that number 44? No, that's number 24. 24, Julius Toto. Yeah. That was a smart play by him because he just, I think he was past the line of scrimmage when he first took off and he threw it behind him. That way it wasn't a forward pass. And he kind of threw across his body. That was clean. 
And that will, as the clock will hit zeros, that's going to call it a game as your Red Rebels defeat the Farragut Admirals 42-14 on the road to move to 3-0. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we'll announce this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game and break down what's been another Maryville victory. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Days. 
but only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. And welcome back to Farragut High School, where your Red Rebels have defeated the Farragut Admirals by a score of 42 to 14. Let's look at the scoring plays, guys, as we bring back in Carson Crouch and Mr. Chris Hips. Uh, scoring plays look like this. D.J. Burke scored on a one-yard TD run in the first quarter. Second quarter saw two Rebel touchdowns as Markell, uh, the second quarter belonging to number 19, a 48-yard touchdown reception by Carson Jones and a 15-yard touchdown reception uh, also by Mr. Jones. Uh, two touchdowns for Markell. Noah Vaughn, an 80-yard touchdown run to open the third quarter. Uh, and then Farragut gets on the board with Landon DeVia, a uh, nice player in his own right. Uh, and then Carson Jones keeps it himself on the keeper there, a fourth down touchdown run. And then Landis DeVia, another touchdown. He was all the scoring for the for the Admirals. And then Gage Ledoux to cap tonight off with a two-yard touchdown run here in the fourth quarter. But, guys, uh, just a, a dominant performance if you look defensively by the Rebels. Yeah, they, they gave up two touchdowns, but it was in the latter portion of this game when uh, when things have been decided. Right. They were using some substitutions to allow some guys to get some experience. Yeah, I mean, for me, the biggest thing is the rushing yards. Sorry. Oh, the rushing good. yards of uh, only 44 yards given up. You know, granted, that's with a little bit of sacks. You know, they did get a couple bigger passing plays toward the end of the second half. You know, that's more just dropping back in a zone coverage, allowing underneath, and a couple missed tackles here or there, you know, could have probably prevented some of them touchdowns. Carson, our resident photographer tonight, uh, yeah. what did you, you see? Did you like what you saw from the Rebels? I loved it, yeah. I thought they played really well. I think putting up 42 points on the road uh, versus a Farragut team, that's not horrible. Uh, just because it's 42-14 to 14 doesn't mean this is a bad football team. They were just overmatched. Uh, I think Farragut did have some good runs there in the second half. I mean, like you said, though, Maryville was subbing a lot, uh, getting some other players in that were going to play because we had a comfortable lead. Uh, so I think it was a, overall it was a great showing for Maryville. I don't think we had any really struggles. Um, offense was always moving the ball. We had a couple mistakes and errors, but that's what you're going to get in high school football, though. Yeah, I thought the couple uh, the couple false starts there early in the game was a little uncharacteristic, but beyond that, uh, very uh, very business business like for the Red Rebels. Uh, if you look at the the game stats as it lies, 19 first down for the Maryville Rebels, eight for the Farragut Admirals, 36 carries for 222 yards for your Red Rebels, uh, 25 carries for 44 yards for Farragut. In the passing category, Rebels went for 248, and Farragut accumulated 179. Total offense, 59 plays for the Rebels, 470 yards. 47 plays, 223 yeah. for Farragut, not too shabby. You look at time of possession, Maryville owned that category by seven minutes, 27.01 officially, and 20.59 for Farragut. If you look at the individual stats, Maryville, Noah Vaughn, 15 carries, 152 and a touchdown. Gage Ledoux, eight for 50 and a touchdown. DJ Burks, three for 18 and a touchdown. 
and then Julius Toto one for nine. If you look at Markel Fortenberry, he is the leading receiver in tonight's matchup. Seven catches, 113 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jackson Phillips, five for 51. Noah Vaughn, two for 45. DJ Burks, one for 33. And Carson Jones, the receiver, one for 10. So a lot of a lot of success there in both categories at the skill positions. If you look at Farragut, Schumann led the way rushing-wise, 36 yards on 16 carries. And then receiving was led by Landis Davia, number five, four catches, 68 yards, and two touchdowns. He's going to be a nice player for Farragut, but tonight just not enough for the Red Rebels. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was an outstanding game. Like I said before, I think we hit on all cylinders, only a couple errors that I felt uh, the whole entire game. So uh, great win on the road, and uh, next week a huge game versus Alcoa. I think they're going to watch some film and correct some things that they did mistake on today, tonight. I, I think so. I think this is going to be a big big week of preparation. Next week's Alcoa week. The Battle of Pistol Creek hits the air next week. Uh, Chris is going to be on vacation, so we are going to – I'm going to bug him all week just to make sure he understands that. But uh, but anyway, guys, let's take us a quick break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to do some final scoreboard review and name this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Broadway Barbershop postgame show right here on WGAP. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. 
and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock and Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Farragut High School, where we are now visited by our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mr. Markel Fortenberry. Markel, congratulations tonight. Great game. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Markel, you, you had two big touchdown catches. You, 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 you were very balanced. You had one in the left corner of the end zone, one in the right corner of the end yeah. zone. Uh, tell us what the defense was giving you that, that gave you the opportunity to get up for them. Really, I feel like both times they were like, like man press and so I was able to like make a move and go outside and um, for the deep ball just like outrun them and catch the ball and for the little fade just to still make that move and high point it. So so on both of those there there was defense down there and there was ability for them to, to have an opportunity to knock it down. Well, how is What is your mentality on keeping your eyes on the football and watching it all the way in? Yeah I would say that I've really focused on there's four things that I've always focused on during games is top speed, taking the ball, licking the ball all the way in, and um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, full speed. Full and then just, <laughs> wide I wide open. Yeah. Um, but also it was just like I've just really practiced that, like in going up and catching the ball, just like like lots of repetitions. And so that's what just 
really helped me in this game. And, you know, and I'll tell you, we've been doing this. We've been WGAP's been back with Maryville for three years, so we've seen some evolution. You know, you were on that 2019 team, uh, 2020, some progression there, and then this year, you've just the packages come together. A Liberty commitment, yes. uh, you, you know, the frames there, the hands are now coming with it, and then yeah, you get separation uh, early and often in football yes. games. So, uh, how has it been to to really come through this Maryville program and see the development that that you yourself personally have seen? I just really enjoyed it because the coaches are always there for me. Like Coach Rod, he's our receivers coach, and he's just, like, been there in every practice and helped us, like, go through our processes in, like, catching and running and blocking and top speed. And really just, like, the coaches, like, have helped to, helped me be able to, like, be that person I should be in football. And and you're doing it at a, at a very high level. Yes, uh, come here to, to Farragut, a place where there's been a lot of Rebels that have a ton of success. Parker McGill, uh, he had his name on uh, on record books from, from a game at this location. And now your name's on the Smoky Mountain Axe House yes, player of the game. Seven catches, 113 yards, two touchdowns, that 48-yard bomb uh, to seal the deal. But uh, you were on the ballot at halftime, and you sealed the deal in the second half. So congratulations, Markel. But uh, we're going to do something a little different. Markel's going to get a swag pack to take home. Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game plaque, water bottle that says player of the game, wristband, stickers, and a, and a drawstring bag. Swag pack that if they don't know, it's not because we didn't give you stuff. Yes, sir. But, uh, but we're going to kind of add a new tradition here. I'm going to close this thing out from Farragut High School as your Rebels have defeated the Farragut Admirals 42-14. to 14. Uh, We're going to close it out with Markel helping us with the, uh, the, the sign-off. The Rebels have opened region play in 2021 with an unquestioned response, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 3-0 as the Admirals fall to 0-3. Final score from Farragut High School, Maryville 42 Farragut 14. As we look to close up tonight's broadcast, let's take a moment to thank all that make this possible. Mr. Harris, the athletic director at Maryville High School and that great administration at MHS, all the sponsors that you've heard during the breaks, and the infamous Ken Main for the up-to-minute stats each and every week. And a special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of breaks. But for Chris Hips, Carson Crouch, Markel Fortenberry, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and, yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels. Go Rebels. Yes, sir.